And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Flashback Fridays. I am your host, David K. Montoya. All right, kids. The week is over and the weekend begins. It's time to put up your feet, relax, and enjoy as we dive into the JZO Modcast podcast archives. If you're brand new to the show, what we do here is we go and we pull three back podcasts. Now, the neat thing about this is the JZO Modcast podcast network has been running since November 2012, and we've accumulated over 700 individual podcasts and in order to share them so they don't get old. We come here every Friday. We pull out three. What we'll do is we'll read them. We'll tell you when it comes out. We'll listen to them. Hopefully enjoy, have some laughs, come back, talk a little bit more, and we'll do this three times. And then by the third time, hopefully entertained, I'll send you on your way. But you'll be entertained enough to come back and do it all again next Friday right here on Flashback Fridays. So what we're going to do here, kids, is we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, we're, we're It's kind of a themed. I mean, I, I get the idea because a long time ago, uh, Mike Lutz and Rob Bellamy did this show and they, they did a one episode one, they did episode two. And I know, uh, when Mike was helping me recently, he did an episode 52 and he did like all the end shows. So what I decided uh, for unknown reasons, I decided that I wanted to do an all 10 show. So all the shows that I'm pulling are episode tens, but the idea is which show am I pulling? So instead of pulling the name of the show and with a number, I'm just pulling the names. And there's going to be three of them. So let's go ahead and start the show and find out who's going to start things off. And all right, here we go. The first episode we're going to listen to this week is the 10th episode of American Fat Ass Podcast which is entitled We Hate Everyone. Originally released March 7th, 2014. It says, this is all people I hate bonus pod. Come listen to Nick and Jim bitch about self-absorbed assholes that we want to punch in the face. Doesn't that sound fun? All right. Uh, let's go ahead and push play on this bad boy and see what kind of craziness these two have in store for us in American fat ass podcast. Number 10. We hate everyone. All right. American fat ass podcast with you for our, the second bonus show of Nick's vacation. Uh, let's go ahead and jump right in. First thing I wanted to get, uh, get on right off the bat, um, is we are doing something really cool for March madness. I wanted to hit this right up front. So anybody that listens can go to our website and check this out. 
Um, one of the thi- one one of the arguments that a lot of people have online, at work, in real life is who's the hottest newswoman, and like there's been such an influx of these women that that do the news, do the weather, do sports, and they're all like super hot, and <laughs> so now the argument is who's the hottest woman on the news or on TV, and we're gonna settle that debate throughout this whole March Madness. We're doing a our brackets of hot news women, 64, the top 64, if you will, um, all national. Don't, don't contact us and say, well, my local news, uh, weather girls, not, not on, not on there. We don't give a fuck about them. No, it's all national people that everybody at, at least has heard of or might've seen while flipping through the channels. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to get that going and, uh, settle the debate once and for all. Everybody vote for Stephen Colbert. Everybody wants to be uh, all these hot women. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's a, a cool thing that we're doing. Um, you just go to our website. All submissions must be done through the website. No Facebook, no Twitter. Um, we want you to go to our website and check out the site and uh, and go and check out these uh, brackets. It's really cool. Just click on March Madness. It's right on the front page. Um, there's pictures, there's graphics, there's, uh, yeah, you can vote on each one. And, uh, after you vote, you, uh, can kind of keep up with, um, how the voting is going. So, um, it it should take you like two seconds to go through them all. And, uh, hopefully you don't get a boner before you're done. (laughs) Too late. Yeah, so, all right, so that's out of the way. Let's go ahead and jump into uh, what this show is going to be all about. Again, this is a show that's going to be dictated by what you guys told us to do. So uh, a lot of folks chimed in with people they hate on Twitter. So we're going to go ahead and dedicate the whole show to people they hate and we hate and everybody hates. Hell yeah. So what better way to kick off our 10th episode, sir? I was just looking at this. Our 10th episode. Not too shabby. Yeah. The big one zero. The big one zero. <laughs> Fuck, we should have gotten a cake. Yeah, that would have been nice. That would have been nice. I mean, I love cake. Yeah. I kind of want cake now. <laughs> I always want You cake. know what? P- people I hate starts off with assholes that don't get somebody else cake for their 10th anniversary. Yeah, fuck them. Ricks. All right. So uh, you said you got a bunch of people you hate. You got a lot of submissions. Yeah, I mean, Twitter, Twitter went nuts this week with it. Why don't so. you uh, kick us off, one? What you got? All right. Let's see. First one. Let me let me go back to the beginning here. All right. Now I can't fucking find it. All right. <laughs> All right. This. Let's pick a different one here. <laughs> All right, first one comes from Manny Dupree's uh, at VII Shrugged. And uh, their people that they hate is people that call everyone brother. Oh, I hate those douchebags. <laughs> I guess Hulk Hogan is tops on the list, right? <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. All, every, everybody's his brother. Oh, I hate those people. You know, it's. <laughs> Now, see, I don't know, dude. It's only like brother, right? Because, I mean, I call everybody buddy, chief, pal. 
I, I don't like remembering anybody's names. I meet too many goddamn people a day at my job to remember names, so I'm always calling people like Buddy. Yeah. I don't call people anything. I, I don't even call them by their name. I just, <laughs> like, if I needed to talk to somebody specific, I just walk up to them and start talking. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's not awkward. <laughs> or if I, call, if, if I call somebody from, like, across the room, I go, hey, you. <laughs> you know what i hate i hate when this is a little off talk but just it totally made me think about that i hate when you call somebody on the phone and they answer the phone and say like hi this is nick i know it's you asshole. i just called you i know who i was calling what the f- why do you need to announce who you are i called you <laughs> I, I i actually do that a lot but i don't do that to people that i like if they if you show up on my caller ID, then I don't do that. Like if it's a number I don't know, then I then that's just how I answer the phone. That's horrible. Yeah, it's what I do. I don't no, know. it's horrible because then you're gonna like get people who are calling you that you don't really want to talk to, but now you got to talk to them because now they know it's you. Yeah, but all my business phones are tied into my cell, so I kind of have to. I don't know. I just so you, hello. what sucks is <laughs> what sucks is if it's a if it's a bill collector. Exactly. And, yeah, I'm like. Yeah, this is Jim. We got you. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> no, no, no. I said Tim, not Jim. Yeah, Tim. <laughs> you missed I, I said, go fuck yourself, Clay. <laughs> <laughs> I hate those fucking people. <laughs> oh, me too. They always call for bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. All right. So, oh, you know what? No, I got another part to that. Yeah. Uh, I, I live in an area where there's a lot of uh, Spanish, Latin people, and mm-hmm. every one of the females always call me sweetie. It really? drives me fucking nuts. It's always, yeah. okay, sweetie, okay. Yeah. I'm so fucking being tired of calling sweetie. I want to, like, scream every time you say it to me. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, me. I don't like other people calling me nicknames that I didn't agree to. <laughs> You don't know if I'm sweet. Chances are I'm probably not sweet. I hate your fucking Dora. <laughs> fucking Dora. <laughs> oh, fucking sweet Dora. She, but I she's would. definitely going to be like one of the uh, big parts of the show throughout the whole time we're doing this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Until until Nick Jr. finally kicks her off, off the air. Ah, probably not going to happen, which is sad. Uh, one, one thing I would love to hear is a Mexican going around calling people brother. Oh, that'd hey, be brother! Awesome. <laughs> like, that'd hey, be brother! so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I find it hysterical to think that foreigners adapt to our society here in, in the U.S., our, our culture, by watching Hulk Hogan and other <laughs> WWF and WWE. <laughs> Just, macho man Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> Slim Jim. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, okay, let's see. Let's see what do I got here for people I hate. Um, da, 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 da. Okay, let's get this one. Uh, my wife said trying to talk to her to talk about her too much tonight on the podcast and. I told that'd be impossible because we're doing a whole podcast on people we hate. So, I told her, <laughs> her name would come up quite a bit. Uh, yeah. And this one is dedicated directly to her. 
People I hate are people who hold up the line so they can dig through their wallets or purses to get exact change while paying for something. I mm-hmm. fucking hate those people. Every time my wife pays for something, she's digging through her pocketbook for like fucking 15 minutes trying to pull out, you know, a quarter and a penny and a nickel just digging through. Meanwhile, the fucking people behind her are waiting. I'm fucking pissed because I'm starving and I got to wait on my food because she's digging through her goddamn pocketbook. No. Just give them a fucking 20 and call it a day. I fucking hate that. Yeah, you know, we just, well, not we, my wife just rolled up all the change that we had around the house. And there's probably about $200. No shit. Worth of change in the last uh, maybe 18 months, two two years that we've just collected. And now she's like, oh, let, let's, let's, get, let's get the change. Let's give the change. And it's like, <laughs> just let me fucking pay for it. <laughs> That's why I try to use the debit card where wherever we go. Right. Like, just debit it, debit, debit, debit. What drives me crazy <laughs> is she'll do this no matter where we are. Like if yeah. we're at a fucking drive through window, she's like mm-hmm. taking through her pocketbook to get change. And I'm like, but I got to hand this fucking guy change. You know how annoying it is to hand somebody fucking a handful of change when you're paying oh, for yeah. something? It's like, come on, man. Especially at a drive through because these fucking assholes, for some reason, they always try to hand you food when you're trying to give them money. Yes, like, I fucking hate those keep people. Your, keep the goddamn food in the in the store until I finish the transaction. Like, let me give you the money, and then we can start bringing the food in. You know what you should do next time they go to hand you like the food. Like, oh, okay, hold on, put the money down, grab the food, and just fucking drive off. <laughs> <Just be gone>. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought it was for free. I tried giving them money, and they yeah. just gave me food. <laughs> fucking people yeah they i don't do know why they though. do that oh, i don't know annoying. why uh i got i got something funny for you though uh because mm-hmm. we're talking about this i'm going to send you a picture that i took yesterday that uh you'll get a kick out of and some of the people who listen to the show will get a kick out of too mm-hmm. uh tina and i uh we were out last night going all over the place uh trying to get some shit figured out uh, for those of you who don't know, I was in a, uh, a slight accident the other day. This asshole fucking ran into the back of us while we were uh, stopped at a light. So we're out, you know, run errands, do shit. And uh, we got hungry, so we stopped off at a McDonald's, grab a couple burgers real quick. And uh, while we were there, we saw this little sign at the drive-thru. And I'm going to send it to you right now. I just sent it to your uh, Facebook. Yep, I see it. Uh, you fucking see that shit? Yeah. Now, let me just read it for the uh, people listening. There will be an additional charge for extra sauces and condiments. Fucking douchebags. Fucking people I hate. Multi-fucking billion dollar companies that are going to nickel and dime me for a fucking pack of barbecue sauce, you bitches. Yeah. And I would like to point out that when they gave us our shit, not one napkin in the fucking bag. <laughs> fucking pricks. Yeah, they, uh, they're really hurting for money. You know, they're, uh, <laughs> right. They the, need the to. Ronald McDonald is fucking homeless. Yeah. No, that's, uh, and the condiments too. They have to get you on like the ketchup packets. No shit. This is the first one I've ever seen to say condiments. That's why it blew my fucking mind. Like, we were right. we were good, like, uh, 20, 25, 30 minutes from the house. So we, we'd never even been to this one before. Never even been to this side of town before. And 
I, so I wasn't expecting that. When I saw the picture, I was like, I gotta fuck, I gotta take a picture of this right now. I couldn't believe it. I was like, it says fucking condiments on it. Condiments. Yeah. They usually just fucking fill up the bag with ketchup packets. Yeah, or like sugar for your coffee or cream for your coffee. Right. What dicks. Oh, fuck well. that. All right, who else you got? They suck. All right, let's see. Let's. Uh, all right, this is the first one that I wanted to get to. That oh, now your picture's in the way. Fucking shit. All right, <laughs> people who are on the outside seat and won't stand when you need to get out, so you turn, just turn, so you can barely squeeze by. That's from Casey Carlson, Casey of Chicago, on the on the tweets. Casey of Chicago with a K. All right. I, as a big guy, totally understand this. Whenever I'm sitting on the outside, okay, which I usually tend to do because I usually try to have it so where I'm only sitting with one person on the side of me because if I got two people on the side of me, I end up taking up like four seats and it's an issue. So whenever somebody has to get by me, the first thing I do is I immediately jump up. I immediately get out of my seat so they have free room to walk through. Why? Because if I was the guy on the inside seat and I needed to get through, there's no way I'm getting through. Yeah. Always. It's just fucking common courtesy. Get your fucking ass up. Move your goddamn legs and let the person fucking through. I hate right. those people who all they do is, like, tuck in their feet underneath the seat. Like, yeah. they, just, they move the feet a little bit towards them, and they're like, okay, you got plenty of room now. What about your fucking knees and legs, you fucking piece of shit? Fuck that. Every time those goddamn people, they sit there and they don't let, let, let me get by, I try with all my might to muster up a fart so I can <laughs> just unload on them as I'm going by. That would be great. <laughs> I haven't been successful yet because I can't fart on command. Really? But man, I am just, oh, man. Like, when, when we go out to, like, I don't know, the fucking circus or... Monster Truck Rally, or whatever we're, we're doing, where there's stadium uh, seating, I try to, like, bottle it up, you know? Right. <laughs> Just because I want this to happen, where they're really not letting me by. They're just skirting their legs in or moving their legs to the side. I just, I'm waiting for the day to, for, for where I can just blast them with ungodly fart odor all over their fucking hot dog or whatever they're eating. <sighs> God, that'd be great. Hasn't happened yet, though. I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, like you said, it's common courtesy. Like, what What are you doing that you can't stand up? And, you know, not even... Okay, fine. It's common courtesy. But even if you were a selfish prick and you're only thinking about yourself, why would you want somebody to have to squeeze by you and essentially either put their ass in your face... Or, you know, fucking vice versa, or have their fucking balls in your face trying to squeeze yeah. past you. I wouldn't yeah. want that. So I'm going to no. do whatever I can to get the fuck out of the way. Right. It's just they, you know, they should have fucking, like, little sets of rules for the people on the outside seat, like uh, airplanes have, for people sitting next to the emergency exit. Yeah. If you don't feel you can, you know, get up and move out of somebody's way when they come in from the outside, inside the aisle, then don't sit here. Fucking pricks. That should really be common knowledge. Like, if you're in the aisle seat, be prepared to move. Right? Also, even if you're in the middle, and you can't, like, get, you can't step into the aisle and out out of the way, the least you can do is stand up, let the seat fold up, and take a step back. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I've done that before. 100%. Yeah. 
like I said, it just I again I, I hate those fuckers that all they want to do is just scoot their feet back a little bit and then like okay you have plenty of room now. You know what I'm gonna do the next time that happens, I'm just gonna sit in their lap. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll continue watching the game from their lap. <laughs> what about if it gets kind of awkward and they like start, you know, caressing you and you know putting their arms around you? Maybe you feel a little something poking you in the backside while you're sitting there. That's when the fart's coming. <laughs> That's when the fart's coming. Uh, he's just gonna be like, "Don't worry, I got something to plug up that hole for you, sweetheart. I got you." <laughs> God, I hope not. Oh shit! All right, let's see what I got here. Uh, okay, people, I hate. I hate when I post a serious question on Facebook, mm-hmm. and tons of people like it, but they never fucking answer it. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate that. If I'm mm-hmm. posting like a serious question, like you know. Uh, does anybody know anything about cars or oil changes or just something like that? Don't like the fucking status. Either answer it or move the fuck on. Right. I don't need the fucking 75 people liking a question that I posed and not actually answering. I hate that. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, another thing. And this this actually just, just happened t- t- today. One of my friends uh, that I used to work with posted something on Facebook saying... Uh, his power's out, and uh, uh, he hopes they can come back on before his daughter's sleepover, blah, blah, blah. Um, Tar Heels versus Duke tonight. He's a big UNC fan. And, um, and like, every everybody put up, like, go Heels, go. But his fucking power's out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> glad glad like, you're a Tar Heels fan. But, uh... I mean, I, I, I was the only one that put on there that I saw. That said, like, well, at least it's a nice day. You know, you're not going to be freezing your ass off. You're still <laughs> like, an asshole. <laughs> still. I mean, at least, you know, at least I'm not like, heels. Like, who gives a fuck about the tar? Like, his power is out. You can at least say, hey, you know, your power is out, yes. but at, And then give him a, a fucking silver lining. <laughs> but at least it's nice outside. Not nope. heel. Like, you're an asshole. You're a Facebook asshole. Me? No, no, yes, you. Nobody wants to fucking hear a silver lining, asshole. Okay, th- this is where you went wrong. You tried to fucking cheer the guy up. You should have just been like, oh, man, that really sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. And move the fuck on. Give him a silver lining. The fuck's the matter? Do you think he's going to look at your fucking Facebook status and go, oh, it is a nice day out. Thank you, Jim. No. He's not going to give a shit. What he did say was no power equals no water. And then I said, uh-oh, better hold your poo. <laughs> Again, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I'll, I'll give you points because it was at least comical. So <laughs> I hope you at least yeah, chuckled yeah. at that. I hope so. I just hate but that. Anyway. Be fucking helpful. Either be helpful or don't right. fucking do anything right. on your status. Right. Like, if, if, if I'm going to put on there, like, hey, power is out, but hey... Uh, Tar Heels and Dukies played today, and you know if I was a fan of that sport, which I fucking not, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I would not want people to post on that comment. Go Heels! <laughs> I would want people to post on that comment. 
like the township said the power should be back on in 10 minutes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Give me information. <laughs> oh, give me information. Invite me over your house to watch the game. I mean, like, give me something. Like there's there's an appropriate time to show your fandom. <laughs> don't don't tell me about what kind of weather's outside. Don't tell me how to poop. <laughs> Just give me good information. <laughs> Hey, I would rather I would rather read something that's trying to give me a silver lining than go heels. Well, that's because you're a woman and women need that kind of shit. <laughs> what about all right? <laughs> what about like if I if I put on my Facebook status like, oh man, my my grandma just died and oh, the yes. World Series <laughs> The World Series is next week, and I'm not going to be able to enjoy it. The last thing I would want to hear is, go Yankees! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Well, see, not even that. That's another one of those Facebook statuses that I, I can't say when people like them. It's like if somebody goes on there and says, uh, just lost my mother to cancer. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, it has like 47 likes on it. I'm like, why do, why do you like that? That's a horrible right. thing to like. Don't right. like that. Or, or, or you have the assholes that put, I wish there was a dislike button. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the fucking dislike button. Fuck you. Oh, fucking bullshit. That actually brings us to another people we hate from Wilma Cunningham. Uh, at Cunning Wilma. People I hate. You write a status that seriously nobody gives a fuck about. Oh, well, that's me every day. <laughs> I write nothing but bullshit statuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, I, I, I don't even care about people who write meaningless Facebook statuses because not for nothing, that's what Facebook and you know any other social media is about. It's about mm-hmm. you know expressing how you want to be portrayed. It's just whatever you fucking you go on there to unleash bullshit. What I hate though are the people who don't realize that and think that everything they put on Facebook or Twitter or whatever other social media there is and expect it to be like the word of God. Like, it is just the greatest fucking thing they've ever posted before. Yeah. It's just like, are you fucking kidding me? There's a million of you out there who post all the same bullshit. Nobody cares about it. Right, right, right. One one thing I don't like, and, I'm, and I was guilty of this today, sort of. Did you dudes... tell somebody the fucking weather outside again? No, 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 no. Guys that post pictures of, like, cats. Like, cute cats doing shit. <laughs> or, like, those girly, like, like hopeful, you know, the sky is blue and fucking Jesus loves me or whatever they're putting up there. Right. Like, stop. <laughs> I don't need that. That information is not important to anybody. Like, like my day is not going to be better just because there's a fucking blue background with a smiley face saying, your day's going to be great. Like, no, you don't fucking know that. Stop. <laughs> it's like those fucking ridiculous things. If you believe in God, pass us on the next 30 seconds and you oh will God. have a miracle return to you. Jesus. <laughs> like, no, no, it's God, not Jesus. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Like, God doesn't have ult- ultimatums like that. Like, <laughs> God doesn't, like, like split, o- split open the clouds like, Hey, Timmy, 
If you tell 30 of your friends to share this this post I'm about to put up, I'll kill, kill your fucking cancer. Like, no. Are you kidding me? What, what do you think the Ten Commandments were? That was like God's Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Here, go down the mountain and share this to everybody. <laughs> tell everybody else to share it, too. And those fuckers better like it. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Uh, all right, what uh, you just went? Let me see what I got here. Um, da, 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 da. Okay, I oh oh these fuckers piss me off a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you frequent where I work doesn't mean I want you to talk to me on my day off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work in uh, a completely separate city from where I live at, but every time I go into that city. I am pestered nonstop by everybody who frequents where I work. Tina and I, I took Tina out on uh, her birthday. We took her all over the place and took her to get a pedicure and uh, movies, this and that. Everywhere we went, all I heard, hey, hey, man, I know you. You you work over at so-and-so. And And then they want to sit there and talk to me. And they don't even talk to me about anything good. It's always like, oh, they actually give you a day off? Ha, 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 ha. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, man? Go the fuck away. I just want to be like, you know, I've heard that like a thousand times before. That's the sad part. They they think they're like the most original people ever that nobody's ever said that before. Right. Oh, that sucks. Oh, I hate it. It just, it fucking, it ruins my day every single time. You know, it's not even... And don't get me wrong, I'm not sitting here saying that the people I meet on a daily basis are assholes or that I don't want to talk to them. It's just, why would you think that we're best friends because you saw me at one place one time before and all of a sudden you, you can come up to me and talk to me nonstop? I mean, just back now, the fuck up. Are these customers? Yes. Okay. So not co coworkers. Or- no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Coworkers, I could justify, and a coworker, I would probably just tell them to go away because you know it's just I don't want to talk to you. But no, yeah. just like random customers that have dealt with me at my job like once before, and now they see me outside. It, it's like we're best friends. It, it's funny. My wife constantly says that. Uh, it's almost like I'm a celebrity when I go into the town I work in because like I'm stopped like every 15 minutes. No matter where we go, I'm stopped. Like yeah, people yeah, yeah. will like shout at me across the parking lot. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I'm, this is fucking ridiculous. Do you guys have <laughs> nothing better to do that you have to come and talk to me? That's weird because that has never happened to me. Really? I don't, I don't <sighs> think it's ever happened to me. Oh, I wish it never happened to me. I hate it. But- I'm trying to think of a time where, like, we met somebody outside of my job that I helped or I did. No, I don't think that it's ever happened. Dude, it's nuts. I I tell a story every once in a while. I was at a, a Home Depot one day, and I was in there. I think I was looking for, like, uh, parts to a grill that I was fixing. And uh, this person who knew me from my job comes over and starts asking me questions about, like, Home Depot. And I'm like, mm-hmm. first of all... I don't fucking work here. I was like, what the fuck? You can ask me questions about the job I work at, but I don't fucking work in Home Depot. Just because I helped you before doesn't mean I can help you here. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. 
Like, it was funny because at first when she was asking me questions, I thought she was asking me, you know, just like one human to another human. But no. Yeah. Like, she wanted service. <laughs> I was like, bitch, I ain't wearing no Home Depot uniform. It would have been funny if you were at home, like, baking cookies with an orange a- apron on. And like, Shit, I got to run to Home Depot. Like, go to Home Depot. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and then you go there, and they're like, "Sir, can you help me? I don't fucking work here." <laughs> oh shit! You know, one of the dirtiest looks I ever gotten for somebody. My wife and I, we work at work for the same company, but in different locations. And uh, I had left my job and was on my way home, so I needed to pick up something. So I stopped off at her store, and I was talking to her for a couple minutes. So I'm in full uniform. And a customer walks over to me and asks me where something was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't I don't work here. I'm, I'm not positive, you know, where it is in the store. And mm-hmm. I, I guess I could have said it differently instead of, you know, I don't work here. I should have said, you know, I don't work in this store. Because here she is looking at me in full uniform, knowing that that's what <laughs> the people wear. And she was so pissed <laughs> off. I told my wife, I was like, guarantee you she's going to go complain about me. (laughs) I was like, I don't work here. And that was it. She was so pissed. (laughs) Oh, man, that's good. All right, sir. What else we got tonight? All right. I got a people we hate. I'm going to say it just because it's funny, not because I really want to elaborate on it. Okay. uh, I think this uh, lady's uh, slightly mistaken. Coming from Kirsten Hook, at Kirsten Noel on the Twitter. People who are A, good at chemistry, or B, enjoy chemistry, a.k.a. Michael, Morgan, Becky, Mrs. Sullivan, I have no idea who those people are, and Albert Einstein. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So wait a minute. She she fucking lumps Albert Einstein in with a bunch of idiots she goes to school with. <laughs> he wasn't even a chemist. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> oh man. Oh shit. That's hysterical. <laughs> Albert Einstein in his chemistry. <laughs> That's the last person. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Albert Einstein, what an idiot! <laughs> like you want to? I mean, Madame Curie would be closer. <laughs> Albert Einstein, the the fucking professor from Gilligan's Island. That would have been fucking <laughs> 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 Albert Einstein. <laughs> oh, oh God damn it! I'm trying to see if she's at least cute. I think she's like 14 or 15. Oh, okay. We'll just skip over that then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that actually explains the Albert Einstein. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, dumbass kids. What a dumbass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, by the way, I uh, I absolutely love that video you posted about the, uh, the teachers hating the kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was fucking hysterical. we got to put that on the uh, website because that was so freaking funny. Yep, yeah, that'll be up there. It's a, it's a Jimmy Kimmel bit, but it's a, definitely 
goes in line with what we were talking about last week, how all the all kids suck, except for my three. <laughs> I have to throw that in there, else the wife will get pissed. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, all right, I got one from uh, Twitter. This comes from Nicole Langloy at HalfPoint1127. She puts in, insecure and drama-filled girls, grow up, bitch, hashtag people I hate. Yeah. Um, yeah. This... This has a little bit of a story to it that uh, we'll have to throw in there. Um, you remember, what was it, a couple episodes ago, I told you about uh, the person I hated who offered to like watch our dogs but then quickly changed her mind and everything like that? Yeah. Well, that person, uh, after all that shit happened, I, I did the grown-up thing and deleted her off my Facebook account. Okay. Just because, you know, I feared that I didn't want to talk to her anymore, didn't care what she had to say or whatever. Sure. So that was a long time ago. You're talking like back in August. So just a couple days ago, uh, she finally, I guess, noticed that I deleted her off Facebook and wanted to talk about it. So she sent me a message saying, you know, uh, you deleted me off Facebook, question mark. And then before I can even respond back to anything, which I don't even think I was going to anyway, mm-hmm. she just writes back, thanks. And that was it. So I was like, well, fuck it. She got her answer. I'll talk to her anyway. Yeah. Well, I found out the next day that she then started texting and, you know, talking to people about that whole situation. You know, why doesn't Nick like me? I don't understand what's going on. It's just like, dude, why are you trying to fucking bring other people into a situation that has nothing to do with them? Just leave them alone. If you, if you have an issue with me, come fucking talk to me about it. Stop fucking bothering other people. Yeah. I, I, I can't stand that shit. Yeah, it sucks. Like, just, you're not that important. Exactly. You're not that fucking important. Nobody yeah. cares. Right. Nobody's stopping what they're doing to fucking, you know, come figure out your business. If somebody cared enough to be about that, then they would have come to you about it. Yep. Oh, yep. Fucking self-righteous pricks. That's that's what it is. Yeah, they're self-righteous, righteous, narcissistic they just you know everything is about them and it's just it's fucking not (laughs) and not for nothing it's like it's fucking facebook who gives a shit we're friends on facebook or not right 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 i'm friends with i'm friends with people on facebook i've never spoken to or seen in person They're not my friends. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> just fucking, just because Facebook little names on Facebook. Yeah, just because Facebook labels them friends doesn't mean they're my friends. Right. <laughs> I don't go to their house on their birthday. <laughs> I don't even know when the birthday is. Oh, I wait, really wait. don't. Oh, I do know because fucking Facebook reminds me every fucking year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even wish them a happy birthday when Facebook tells me to. <laughs> I hate that shit. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I think it's nice to always feel happy birthday one night. But you know how many fucking times somebody's been like, well, they didn't wish me happy birthday. I'm like, we, they were at your birthday party. Yeah, but they didn't do it on Facebook. Are you fucking serious? Who cares? It's fucking yeah. Facebook. Yeah. It's nothing. I don't even really wish my mom a happy birthday. Like, oh, you're, you're a I only, Well, I mean, on Facebook. All right, like, fair enough. Like, I only wish her a, a happy birthday on Facebook when it's like eleven thirty, and my wife is like, "Did you wish your mom a happy birthday?" It's like, "No, fuck, happy birthday, mom." Facebook time. <laughs> 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 oh god, you know what else I hate? I hate those fuckers that uh, 
that have to like wish somebody happy birthday or say Merry Christmas at like fucking twelve oh one a.m. to like to be the first person. Yo, you know what? Fuck it. I want to lump in something else in there. Is when like you read like an article, and at the very bottom of the article, it has like people who do comments on it. I hate the idiots mm-hmm. that instead of actually commenting something legit to it, they type in the word first because they were the first people to comment, even though they're not really even fucking commenting. Yeah, and you don't get a fucking reward. Thank you. It's not like somebody's going to give you a fucking sticker or a cookie. Trust me, if they're yeah. giving out cookies, I'd be the first one to comment every fucking day. There's no right. cookies. <laughs> no, that, that, you're right. That, stop doing that, people. Seriously, stop fucking doing it. Nobody cares if you were first. And I love Contribute the people, something. I love the people that are like fucking 30 spaces down and they say first. <laughs> like they, they were so far off. And yet they still put first in. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not see 30 comments above right? you? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Fucking idiots. I just want to go on there one day and like be one of the last people and be like 2,370th. <laughs> Fucking idiots. <laughs> oh, oh, God, man. I hate those fuckers. Yeah, they suck. Uh, so do you have any more uh, people you hate? No, I think I could pull one more. All right. Let me get into the the tweets. Nah, I think I got uh, I think I got two more on here that we can hit up. All right, this one came in uh, less than twenty four hours ago from Lydia Barnes at Lydia Barnes ninety three on the Twitter. Uh, that guy who makes jokes to himself in large crowds, hoping others will laugh. Airport uh, hashtag airport hashtag people I hate. So obviously she's in the airport. Somebody's. Cracking a joke to himself and look, looking around, seeing if other people are laughing along with him. Those people are so fucking sad. <laughs> it's, it's so They pathetic. really are. Oh, They're, I hate those people. They, they really need a friend. You know what's sad is I, I'm the kind of asshole that even if he was funny, I still won't laugh just because it's the fucking principle of the situation. Like, I just I, I hate would, that. I would give him a slow, slow clap. <laughs> And hopefully the whole crowd gets into yes. it. <laughs> oh, God. You, you hoist him up on his shoulders. He's everybody walking around the terminal. <laughs> oh, shit. What a douchebag. <laughs> what a fucking douchebag. See, me, I would take it the other way. I would start handing out, like, heads of lettuce and tomatoes to start throwing at him. <laughs> Sucks. People, man. Yeah. Like, and I, uh, I think we hit up on this. Uh, I think we hit up on this last week, but fuck it, I'm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. redo it because it fits in with this. I hate those fuckers yeah. that. Oh, we did do this one because I remember exactly what you said. The the people who uh, will sit there and sigh in front of you like nonstop to try to get you oh, to like yeah. to bring up the conversation. It's the same oh, fucking yeah. concept. I hate all. It really things, is, man. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Self important. Self-importance, absolutely. Fucking, fucking dicks. Assholes. Yeah. Nobody cares about you. I don't want to hear about your fucking problems. I don't want to see pictures of your kids. I don't want to fucking see pictures of your dogs. Just back the fuck yeah. up, assholes. And the jokes that they make to themselves are usually the stupidest fucking jokes. The stupidest fucking jokes. Oh, God, I fucking hate them, man. Or what's, what's even worse to me is if you're in line somewhere, some sort of service, whatever you're doing, and you make a joke with the person that's working there, that's helping you, 
and you look around like, am I right? <laughs> People. <laughs> did, did you see what I did there? <laughs> <They're Right>. looking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dropping gold here, people. Fucking <laughs> 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 Oh, God. I fucking hate like, these people. Like, like if, if you're in a, uh, if you're getting your car fixed, let's, let's say, right? And you're like, oh, sorry, sir, it's the transmission, and it's going to cost you $1,000. $1,000? You want my kidney, too? <laughs> Am I right? It's, it's fucking expensive. <laughs> oh, Shut up. Shit. <laughs> Nobody wants your kidney. Oh, God. That's like those assholes that go up and buy a lottery ticket and like, Oh, if it doesn't win, can I get a refund? <laughs> Pool? Pool? <laughs> can I get my dollar back? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I just like, hate these people so much. <laughs> I, like, where was I the other day? I think I was at like a fucking Walmart and... Uh, the guy in front of me was like one of those assholes. It just he was just running his mouth non fucking stop, and uh, something wouldn't scan. And he was one of those assholes that uh, started screaming, "Oh, oh, it's free then! If it doesn't scan, it's oh, free!" God. And he kept fucking looking oh, at me. And he kept saying shit like, "Oh, if your stuff doesn't scan, it's free!" Ha ha ha! <laughs> it's like assholes. Shut the fuck up, man. Fucking, oh, God. Uh. Right? Just fucking makes you want to punch him in the face. Yeah. I want to hit yeah. him so hard. <sighs> God damn it. Yeah, I so what else? Ball. What else is out there? Who else do we hear? Uh, I don't know. I need a second. I'm stewing. <laughs> <laughs> fucking people. <laughs> uh, all right. Um. Oh, okay. People I hate. Uh, assholes that honk their horn the second the light turns green. Fucking come on, man. Yeah. yeah. Give me a fucking second. If Enough already. Let me fucking take my foot up off the fucking brake and step over onto the gas and everything's going to be fine. Dude, we're not at a fucking speedway. We're not drag racing down the fucking road. I don't right. have to jump the second the fucking light turns, all right? I understand. Right. Look, if I'm sitting at a fucking light and the person in front of me doesn't move within like 15, 20 seconds, maybe if I give them a little, you know, honk or whatever the case is. But those people, light turns green. Are you fucking serious, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what's so special that they have to go to? Right. Like, oh, I'm late for work. You better go. Like, no, leave two minutes (laughs) earlier. You want to fucking breeze through through that light, or or oh, I'm going to my kid's friend's birthday party. Like, no, nobody gives a shit. Like, stop. I don't care if you're going food shopping or your or a doctor's appointment or work. It's, you can wait the two seconds it takes for you to move your foot off the brake to the gas. And not for nothing, I don't give a fuck where you're going. Right. That's none of my fucking concern where you're going. All right. I care about is where I'm going. And I don't need somebody honking at me the whole fucking time that, you know, uh, I'm going. Or I hate people who, like, fucking honk on the horn when they're, like, fucking 20 cars back. <laughs> it's oh, like, man. what are you fucking honking at? Right. 
You know the car in front of you can't do anything because the car in front of them can't do anything because the car in front of them can't do anything and the car in front of them can't do anything. (laughs) Fucking piece of shit. I always hate that shit. But I'm one of those assholes where if somebody honks at me from behind, I'll start honking my horn at them. (laughs) You have this little horn fight back and forth. All right. I got one just uh, just now on Facebook from Keith Buchan nice. of Dog Food Fame. He said, everybody. And then he put a link up to his album, <laughs> to his dog food album. <laughs> so we will go ahead and put that on our, face, uh, on our uh, website uh, in the show notes section. Um, yeah. So you will listen to I Hate Everybody, and that will perfectly outline the kind of people that you should be. <laughs> oh, the man's a fucking genius. What a shameless yeah. fucking plug. <laughs> I know. It really was. <laughs> oh, that's oh, fucking awesome. That was, yeah, that was good. I, I want to hate him so much right now, but that's beautiful. Good for him. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, okay, what else do I have here? Um, oh, oh, I hate these fucking people. I hate old people in restaurants. They are oh, the, worst the worst fucking people ever, man. We, oh Tina and I, uh, like I said, took her out for her birthday, and we stopped off at a restaurant for uh, dinner. And yep. uh, I was fucking horrendous. These old people were, like, constantly switching tables uh, really? complaining about the AC vents blowing on them. Uh, oh, they, they couldn't just order something off the fucking menu without having to change it around 17 fucking times. Minus this, yeah. add that. Oh, complaining about how much ice is in their cup. Just shut the fuck up, man. They're going to come. They're going to bring you food. Eat the fucking food and go home. Fucking hate them so much. They're probably like concerned that it's not their own shit that they're eating. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like they're out. They're they're they're. Uh, what pisses me off about old people is like they're going out to experience something different, and when it is different, they complain about complain it. Complain nonstop. Like oh spaghetti and meatballs. Like that's not how I make it. You. They go home and fucking make it. Exactly. Like, Do you think fucking Denny's breakfast menu is going to make your fucking meatballs for you, bitch? Stop it. Fucking stop. Right. right. Like, nobody goes to Denny's to have a good meal. No. Like, it's just on the way. Like, Denny's is like the fucking hangover destination, you know? You're completely right. fucking hammered and drunk, can barely fucking stand. You go to Denny's. Yeah. You don't go to. I've yeah. never in my lifetime ever gone to Denny's. Like just be like, well, oh, you know, I'm kind of hungry tonight. Hey, what, what do you want to eat? You know, Denny's. Let's go to Denny's. Never. No. I've only gone to Denny's eight when I've been drunk and it's the middle of the fucking night. It's the only thing open, or if I'm fucking traveling mm-hmm. and it's the only thing I see in the road. We'll see now. After high school, we used to go to Denny's like every, every night, but it was it was late. You know, it was the only place open besides the diner. But you know. Oh, God. Diners are crowded. Denny's were empty. No, I I always said uh, the fucking, uh, what was it, the Rainbow Diner over in Brick, man. I always hit that place late at night. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we would go to the Denny's. We knew the, the, well, we didn't know the waitress. We got to know her over time. Right. And she used to hook us up like crazy. 
So we kept going. <laughs> that is like the greatest thing ever. Like when you become friendly with the staff at like a restaurant or a diner and like, yeah. you know, you order, say, a side of fries. And usually it comes out like this little tiny plate. But when they're friendly with you, they bring it out like this giant fucking basket. And it's like, oh, the right. greatest thing ever. Right. I, I, I help out a local um, uh, Italian bistro here. Um, I used to do printing and stuff. So I still do their printing for them. I manage their website. Um, I help uh, the owner out with his other side things that he's got going on. And every time I go back in there, I always leave with pizza and I never pay for it. Nice. Or like if I, if I take the wife and kids out and like, oh, let's, let's go and get some, you know, some pizza or whatever, you know, we, we, we go out and the GM Chiro, he comes up and he's like, he's like, pizza for the kids. I'll make it something for you. And it's always free. Nice. <laughs> it's, it's fucking great. Like, like the, the, the owner actually tells him like, Jim's coming in tonight. It's on me. Don't worry about it. Make him something nice. It's, it's, and it's always fucking great. I mean, yeah, it's, that's the kind of relationship you want to have with people that make you make food. <laughs> like, Hell yeah, man. It's free and it's good. And it's, yeah, I mean, I would gladly pay for it too. Like I'm always telling Chiro, like I'll pay for it. Don't worry. Like I can, I can afford it. Like I can pay for it. <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, on the house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm kind of poor, but I'm not, I need free pizza every time I come here. Kind of poor. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly right. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, that yeah. cracks me up, man. I, yeah. uh, there was a place that I, uh, I went out to eat one night, and the service I got there was so completely just incredible. It was exceptional that uh, I ended up writing the company to tell them how great they were. And uh, the next time I went in there, like the the manager of the restaurant, he do he fucking loved me, and the uh, the waiter loved me, and uh, it, it was great. I was treated like a rock star every time I went in there. Right, this fucking I think like years ago now this happened, but um, what what I loved the most was uh, we Tina and I always used to get like this. Uh, this appetizer it was like a mac and cheese, like appetizer thing. It was fucking incredible. Um, the waiter said, Oh, you know, you should have uh, checked this out. You know, like, I think it was last year. They used to put uh, crumbled bacon on top of it too. I was like, no, that fucking sounds amazing. So every time I went in there, even though it wasn't part of the menu, he'd always bring me out a, uh, uh like a big old bowl of crumbled bacon to put on top of my mac and cheese, man. It, it dude, it touched cool. my heart. It almost, I almost yeah. dropped a tear every time I ate that shit. Right, right, right. That's the way it should be. Hell yes. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Fuck it. I want to talk to you about this. Did you see that thing I posted on uh, the website or the uh, Facebook page about that fucking bacon alarm clock? Yes. Okay, that's bullshit. Okay, yes. for, for anybody out there who's listening and didn't see it uh, or don't know what it is, um, I believe it was Oscar Mayer uh, came yep. up with this app for an iPhone. It hooks up like this little like this little device onto the bottom of your iPhone and turns your phone into an, an alarm clock that when it goes off it emits the the smell of bacon cooking and it it sounds like you can hear like sizzling in the background coming for it that that's the alarm sizzling bacon you can smell it that's fucked up man as a fat guy if i wake up smelling bacon there better be fucking bacon cooking in my goddamn house man don't fucking wake me up to the smell of bacon to find out there's no fucking bacon exactly right like what Oscar Mayer should have created was a little fucking easy bake oven that you snap in, into your iPhone. <laughs> and it goes off, you wake up, you just throw two pieces of bacon in, and it cooks it right away. You know, after 
three minutes in the oven, it goes off again. That's your snooze. (laughs) You wake up and the bacon's right there ready for you to eat. (laughs) That's an app. That's a fucking app, man. Not not only would I pay money for that, I would switch to an iPhone. I hate iPhones. I guarantee you I would buy an iPhone and my fucking alarm clock made bacon. Right. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake me up with bacon. Smelling bacon. The only thing you want to do after you smell bacon is eat bacon. Thank you. I want to fucking eat bacon. I don't have time to cook bacon. No. Not at all. Oh, God. I keep thinking about that. I drop my kids like 20 minutes late to preschool every morning as it is. (laughs) (laughs) I can't fucking get there on time. Imagine if I I had to cook bacon. (laughs) You know what bothers me too? You can't even get like good bacon at like restaurants. I can't even think. The last time I was at like a diner or someplace and I got something that either had bacon on it or, you know, breakfast that has bacon served with it. It's just – it's never that good. It's always kind of like a rubbery consistency. It's just it doesn't taste that good. Always bothers me. Like you you got to make it at right. home so it's nice and fresh yeah. and good. Yeah. Whenever we go to Wendy's, it's just fairly often because there's one by the store. It's between the store and the house. Right. So we, we we get lunch there on the weekends with the kids and all that. And their bacon on their burger is just awful. Oh. Like, yeah, it's bacon. It tastes like bacon, but it doesn't feel like – like it doesn't feel like bacon. It's not homey. No. It's not bacon. No. You know what? Uh, every time I think about horrible bacon, uh, have you ever seen the movie uh, Better Off Dead with uh, John Cusack? Yes. Okay. You remember the part uh, all throughout the the movie? His mom is like f- making all these fucking horrendous looking dishes, and one morning yes. she serves him uh, bacon. <laughs> she goes, uh, <laughs> she plops it onto the plate, and it's like so disgusting. It's like a weird color, and they're like, "What'd you do to it?" And she goes, "Well, I was trying to make it healthier, so instead of frying it, I boiled it." <laughs> <laughs> Was it like purple or something? Yeah, it was some nasty <laughs> fucking color. Yeah. <laughs> I would punch somebody right in the fucking mouth for that. Ruin my fucking bacon. <laughs> All right. I got I got one more people I hate that I just thought of, and I guess we'll uh, start wrapping it up because I think we're somewhere close to an hour here. Yep. Uh, okay. The last person I hate this week are the people who try to tell a joke but can't continue telling it because they laugh through the entire thing. Like, if you can't or- fucking control yourself enough to fucking tell me a joke, don't fucking tell me the joke. Right, right. Usually it's not that funny. No, it's If not. they're laughing through it, like, <laughs> once they finally calm themselves down and they tell you the joke, you're like, eh. Or, or the people who constantly, like, fuck up the punchline or something and they have to keep retelling a joke over and over and over uh, again. Or the ones that forget. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, a guy and two horses walks into a bar and they, they go to the bar. Fuck. No, that's not how it goes. <laughs> no, it's it's two guys and a horse go into a grocery store and talk. No, it's not. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, those fucking people, man. Yeah, but no, you're right. I mean, the ones that laugh through the jokes, uh, and then they finally get the joke out, and you're like, eh, whatever. And and they're disappointed at you. 
for not liking their their super hilarious joke that they couldn't hold, keep it in, but it's like you fucking ruined the joke <laughs> by laughing through it. Like maybe if you would have got it out the first time, yeah. But now, like I've had to listen to the same part like ten times. Like, <laughs> I always lose so much respect in those people because I'm like, you found that joke this fucking funny. <laughs> it, it's horrible. Like, right. never tell me a joke again. You, you've lost your right. fucking joke-telling privileges, because that was the worst <laughs> fucking joke I've ever heard. <laughs> I no longer trust your judgment with anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's great. All right. Um, you know, before we go, I uh, I want to do a little, uh, little piece here to, I guess, you know, give us good karma. Uh, I don't know if you've been following the news, but there's a uh, the the air flight from out of Malaysia, Malaysia Airlines, I yep. believe it is, that yep. is missing, and I'm assuming presumed crashed somewhere in yep. the uh, Gulf of Thailand. No, you know we we do a lot of joking around here, everything like that, but you know this is some serious shit. Yeah, you know, I think there was like 239 people on the flight, including you yep. know crew and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. I doesn't look good for them. So my you know best wishes go out to the families, and hopefully. Uh, Hopefully something good comes out of this. Hopefully the plane is comes up miraculously somewhere, but it doesn't look like it so far. No, yeah, I actually uh, wrote an article about that for Inquisitor.com, and yeah, it's uh, it's really not looking good. I mean, they're finding oil slicks in the middle of yeah, seas I and saw that. It's, and now um, I read a report um, earlier today that two of the passports were actually reported stolen that were on that flight, so. Now they're looking at possibly terrorist or criminal activity. They're not saying terrorist, but yeah, right. Criminal activity could be involved, and yeah, which just, I mean, not for nothing. That that could just be you know a coincidence that somebody's just using right. a fake passport, whatever the case is. Right. I mean, it sucks. Uh, and you know what's funny is you know I, I've seen a lot of posts about this, and it, no matter how far like our world has become technologically advanced. It's still, you know, unbelievably hard to pinpoint where, you know, a plane like this could have gone down. I mean, it's it's right. extremely hard. But like I said, I, I hope if nothing else, they can at least find the wreckage soon and put some of these families at ease and, you know, let them move on with what they have to do. Yeah, I mean, thoughts and prayers go out to all that's involved. Um, another one, um, uh, Putin sucks cock. Uh over there in Russia and the Ukraine. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, a lot of shitty things going on. I, uh, not for week. nothing, I thought you were like talking about somebody on Twitter or something like that. I was like, who, no. who, who sucks God Queen? What? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Alexander Putin. Yeah. Uh, Dictator of, of Russia. Man. Yeah. Yep, Everybody yep. can't just be happy where they are. They got to fucking go and destroy other people's homes and shit. Whatever. Well, you know, when you're Russian, that's what you do. Very true, sir. All right. All right. Let's, well, uh, yeah, let's close this shit out, man. All right. So let's go ahead and sign off. Uh, again, you can uh, uh, go to our website, check out our Ma- March Magnus tournament uh, going on all month. Um, we're going to go ahead and call the first round over by our next show. So that gives you a couple of solid days to go ahead and get your votes in. Um, we got to move quick because I don't want to. I don't want to drag this thing out to fucking June. So no get on there and vote. 
Uh, go to AmericanFatAssPodcast.com. Click on March Madness. After you click on listen to this latest episode, uh, go ahead and click on March Madness. Get your votes in. If there's somebody that you're particularly fond of, you want to get that vote in now because they could lose the first round. Um, uh, Nick and I already voted and we voted very differently, (laughs) 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 which basically means everybody's a tie pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) And don't fucking, all right. Don't, don't yell at us for, oh, how could you say this one's a three and that one's a 14? It was all random. Like we just, I just fucking put it up there. Like, it doesn't, in the end, it's not going to matter, all right? Like, I don't, like, if you think somebody's a number one and they should be a, you know, what, whatever, shut up. Just put your votes in. Seriously, who gives a fuck? I want to hear that bullshit. It, yeah. It's not like they have fucking home court advantage somewhere. <laughs> Just fucking let right. it be. It doesn't fucking right, matter. Right. Yeah. So get your votes in now, and uh, we'll go ahead and uh, close out the first round probably Wednesday, Thursday. Move on to round two, which will announce... Uh, I guess officially two weeks from today or from when this show airs, whatever. Just fucking do it. (laughs) (laughs) We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Google us. Um, uh, Twitter's at American Fat Ass Podcast. Facebook is facebook.com slash American Fat Ass Podcast. Online again. Yeah, you know where to find us. Fuck you guys. You know, it's it's always sad to to hear – when it comes to a close, because you know, there's no new shows. I mean, this, this is one of the ones that went out. Uh, they did 69 great shows and I, I really wish they would have done more, but you know, we're just lucky with the ones that we get because they are absolutely hysterical. They border that line of offensiveness, but it, it just, it's hysterical. And what a, what a great run. And I, I enjoyed it. That was, that was crazy. <laughs> They they definitely they don't hold back, do they? They just have uh <laughs> Oh goodness. All right, let's see. Let's dive in and pull a number number ten episode. So this is gonna be the tenth episode of Don't Get Us Started. So don't get us started, number ten, multiple topics of randomness. Originally released October seventeenth, twenty thirteen. This week, Sadie and Lacey talk about a bunch of random stuff from the coming of fall and Halloween with a bit of sex talk added in and kids in school. That's right. It's always great to have kids in school. It's free time. (laughs) All right. Enough of my silliness. Let's go ahead and get this one started and enjoy. Don't get us started. Number 10, multiple topics of randomness. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Don't Don't Get Us Started. I am S. Sadie Burbank. And I am Lacey Montoya. And we're going to do a whole different kind of thing now than we have been doing in the past. Um, I I should preface all this by saying that up until now, the format that we've had for our shows has kind of been my fault because... Uh... I don't know, when when David first listened to you and I talking that time about the guy's penis getting cut off yes. and we were laughing and having a hysterical time, and he thought, gee, that'd be cool to have a podcast about, 
uh, from then on, I sort of felt the compulsion to try to come up with something funny, and we looked for things, and we'd find things online, and you would find things, and I would find things. It's just becoming and we tried, a pain in the ass. Yeah, well, and it wasn't all that funny. We tried to find stuff to, to recapture a moment that was pretty much gone by. Right. And wasn't going to happen again. So um, last night, David and my podcast, we changed our format back to the way it had been in the beginning for he and I, which was for us to just sit and talk. Right. And kind of pretty much whatever came into our heads, we talked about. And we were more comfortable doing that in the beginning, and we were more comfortable doing it last night. Right. And I told you last night afterwards, I said, I think that's what you yeah, and I should do. something I find funny, you may not find funny, and vice versa. And well, and it's, it's, like, oh. it's so forced. Uh, in the first place, it's, it's not anything that they can't find for themselves yeah, by going online. Yeah, Exactly. So, anyhow, we're changing all of that, and we're just going to do what what... We do. We're just going to sit and talk. talk. People come and go. That's okay. Because like David said last night, you all know we're sitting in our living room here. And y'all and have two kids. We, and we got two kids and, and uh, a lot of friends coming and going and stuff like that. The dogs. Dogs barking, neighbors howling, friends waving the howdy-do and all and that. And it's so hard to keep my kids quiet during the podcast. It's impossible. And it's <laughs> it takes the fun out of it. Well, it takes the fun out of it for them. And the whole idea being that that we don't, you know, it's not our intention to totally disrupt your home life right. just to produce a podcast. That's right. ridiculous. So we're not going to do that Especially anymore. Especially we're not making no damn money off it. If we were making money this off it, right. that would be completely This is true. If we, were, if we were making tons of buckage, it would be a, a totally different thing. But we're not making any buckage. So anyhow, that's just sort of to let you all know that, that, you know, everything's going to be different now. I don't know is necessarily going to be for the best, but we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I do want to stick with, at least this month, though, is to remind everybody but it's about, Breast Cancer yes. Awareness Month. Uh, we're not going to go into a whole lot of things because we've already talked about self-testing uh, mammograms for men and women and all that sort of stuff. So we just want to help everybody remember um, this is the time of year when you want to think about having your mammos yes. squashed. And checked and all that sort of thing. Um, other than that, the only other thing that's going on is it's practically Halloween. Halloween. It's it's uh, fall. Finally is falling. And here. I'm excited. Yeah, These I'm really hot glad weather, too. I'm hot so, weather is, I'm over it. I'm so glad to be away from the humidity. We, yeah. For those of you who do not know, we live in the high desert, what's called the high desert region of Southern California. And it's arid here most of the time, and we like it that way. Yes. We're, we're not into humidity. Uh, and for us, anything more than about 3 or 4% is way too fucking humid. Uh-huh. So when I say it's arid, I'm not whistling Dixie. It's arid. And this the end of this summer was bad. Oh, it was ugly. Fucking ugly. So now we're into the fall, which is so cool because we have, like, breeze. Well, breezes today because the storm's coming, supposed, actually. Yeah. We're supposed to get some rain. But rain is different than the humidity that we had with the heat. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's a whole different thing. Well, yeah, it's humid, but it's also not 98 degrees at the no. same time. So that'll be good. It's actually cool only supposed breeze. to be like in the 60s or something tomorrow. Yeah. So we'll probably start pissing them on it because it's cold. But hey, you can't and have now everything. it feels great. 
It does. And we stopped on the way home from the gym. Oh. And have some the corn place. There's a there's a guy on uh, one of the streets we drive by that he and his wife have been growing corn there for how long? A long time. Yeah, I don't lots know how many of years. years. Lots and lots of years. They have a huge, huge, huge corn field, and they make a maze in it uh-huh. every year for the kids. They also grow pumpkins. And they also grow pumpkins, and so they have a whole thing. You know, come and you pick your pumpkin, and you get lost in the maze, and. And, you know, if you work it right, you can go there with three kids and only come home with one. You know, uh-huh. that could work, <laughs> <laughs> depending on which one you don't want to bring home with you. Anyhow, uh, we did. Right. <laughs> you know, it's not right. It's wrong on so many levels. But we did stop uh, because yesterday when we went by, the the older gentleman that that owns the place was yeah. sitting out there waving ears of corn. Uh-huh. And it was cute. We said, oh, man, we should get some corn. So today, his wife was out yes. there waving corn and waving high at everybody. And, and so we stopped and got some corn. And she said it had just been brought out from the field. It was field, just picked. Like moments before we got there. So that's really cool. Yes. I can't wait to get home and have it. Yay. I might even eat one raw. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's so mm-hmm. good. Anyhow, those of you who grow your your own. And it's also we're helping the mom and pop no, type yeah, shops yeah. in town. Anybody grows your own, own corn, then good for you. But I don't. I my husband tries really hard to do a garden but every year. It was cheap. It was what fifty cents an ear. I don't know. It was what four, three for a buck or four for a buck, depending on the big ones or little mm-hmm. ones. And I got six and gave her two bucks. So I don't know. You figure it out for for how much per ear. But it, I would have I'd have paid twice that much just because it's fresh, yes. out of the garden corn, and it's so folly. If that's a word, it's all folly. Yes. Not folly, but fall. It's that time of year. Fall E. Yeah. It's, it's definitely for me that time of year. It's time to, for me to start thinking about getting Thanksgiving dinner ready. And I know I've that. I've been thinking about that. I too. know that seems kind of weird, but. It's when the cold breeze comes and we automatically start thinking about Thanksgiving. Well, and for me, I I can't do like I used to do Thanksgiving dinner all in one swell foop. I can't mm-hmm. do that anymore. Okay. I have to like do the pies ahead of time. See, I do my pies the night the before. Make the stuffing ahead of time. Well, sometimes with me it's several days okay. before because again, you know, each of those things is a two, two or three See, hour I make project. My- my mama's pumpkin pie, it won't be there for Thanksgiving if oh, I do it well, days before. My husband loves it We too have much. more restraint than that. We're, <laughs> we're a little more disciplined. See, David, well, let me just have a little piece. Let Plus, Ernie knows. Piece. I put a pie in the refrigerator and I tell him that's for Thanksgiving. He knows if he touches it, he's dead meat. <laughs> so, you know, he, he's learned. He's, he's, um, he's, he's very moldable. You know, he's seven years younger than I am, and so I uh, I always tell people that I, I got him young so I could teach him the way <laughs> I want him to be, and he was very receptive to that, and he has learned very well. He's very well, I and he would trained. laugh. At, I was going to say, he would laugh at this, too, if, I, if he heard me say it, but he is very well trained. He knows exactly what to do, when to do it, and what not to do, no. and when not to do it. So he no. behaves himself very well. He answers all the right questions the right way. He's a good man. He's a yeah. good man. And that's only because he likes peace at home. Yeah. And he knows if he doesn't, it's if not going to... mama ain't happy, ain't nobody's happy. happy. And that's a fact. So there you go. All the men are listening. Sorry about your problem. That's my house. And that's the way it works because we rule the roost. Yeah. We are the ones who control the input of the food. Uh-huh. The sex, yeah. the output of the paycheck, and the uh, all the other things that are important 
to a man, food, sex, money. Uh-huh. What else is important to a man? I, I don't that's know. That's it. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, as far as I know. Respect. They like yeah. respect. And, you know, I may kid about it. I even kid about it with him, but he knows I'm kidding most of the time. He he totally knows I have nothing but respect for him. Yes. Because he is a man among men, in my opinion. Uh, but I... I I do. I am a control freak, and he isn't. That's why it works for us. He really doesn't give a shit about the control thing, mm-hmm. but I do. But if you guys were both control freaks, and you got oh, it'd be impossible. Heads. It would be impossible. Uh-huh. So uh, as a result, you know, I drive everywhere we go because, again, I want to control how we're going. You right. know, and he doesn't care. He he sits and reads the newspaper and right. stuff, or watches out the window. Whatever the the shotgun rider does, mm-hmm. you know, he does. And and I do the driving. It's been that way forever for us. Every and it works for you guys. It works for us. And 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 that's good because like you said, if both of us wanted to do the controlling, we'd be bumping heads. In big trouble. And he doesn't care. He doesn't I I'll say, Honey, what do you want to eat for dinner tonight? He'll go, I don't care. Uh-huh. I go, Well fuck, I don't care either. So tell me what you want to eat. And you know? my answer is I don't know how to cook, I don't care. Yeah. I and and I'll say, Look, I'd make you spaghetti, but you had spaghetti last night. That's all right. Mm-hmm. See, I was raised by people who said Oh my God, we just had spaghetti last week. You right. want to have it again? You know, and, and I could, I literally could put spaghetti on the, on his plate, you know, that five days a week. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't say we a word. Tacos probably two or three times a month. There you go. Yeah. Tacos, big, big, big dinner with us is tacos. I love to make tacos and he loves to eat tacos, but it's, I again was raised to pr- produce variety at right. the dinner table. Uh, my father wouldn't eat the same thing twice in a week if his life depended on it. Oh. He did back in the 30s, mm-hmm. during the Depression, before the war, when times were hard and meals were few and far between. Yeah, he would eat whatever he could get his hands on. If it held still long enough, he'd eat it. Right. But uh, after that period of time, when things started looking up and, and life got good again and accessibility to... Various food items right. became uh, a fact of life for us. Then he started saying things like, don't ever feed me spam, uh-huh. which I love. Uh, but to my mother, he would say this. I won't ever eat spam again because he, I guess, had to eat so much of it. Right. I mean, for years during the Depression, that was the only meat they could get. Yeah. Um, and no casseroles. He didn't want to. Didn't want to have a casserole. Now he was not altogether necessarily clear about what constituted a casserole. Right. Like, for example, chili, which he dearly loved, could be sort of considered a casserole, but not in his mind. That right. was chili and beans, totally different thing. Uh, but he would not eat like a tuna casserole. Oh. And I love to, you know, tuna potato chip casserole. I'm there. I'm all over it. Um. So anyhow, uh, mother had, and mother taught me to cook, mm-hmm. sort of, almost indirectly. She would, cause she, they both worked. And so she would leave me notes and, and she'd say, you know, the meat's in the refrigerator. We're going to do this and that with it. And, the, and she had already taught me the basics. Co- yeah. The cooking basics. And so she would remind me in the note what I had to do to the meat 
Right. You know, and the, the vegetable and whatever else. And then I cooked. And this was, for like, from the age of 11 on. Right. And uh, so I did most of the cooking in the house because mom and dad worked. My first time that cooking for my mom was I had my little plastic and metal pans to go with my my kid kitchen set. Oh, yeah. Your, your, uh-huh. your toy Yes. Stuff. But then I got up onto a chair. Oh, and really And cooked. I cooked with mine. I made mommy an egg, Whoa. and I made mommy food, and mommy never used that burner again. Yeah, and I bet you didn't use those pans again either. No. Hmm. My pans got put in the trash can, what was left of them, <laughs> and mom never used the burner again because it was sealed oh, from the plastic. That's funny. That's funny. I never even thought about somebody actually cook with those. I well, did. <laughs> when David was a baby, that's my oldest, who is uh, turning 50 this week. Thank you very much. When he was little, I taught him how to cook, mm-hmm. and uh, he actually could do, he could make breakfast. He made breakfast for me one time, I recall. Um Everything was cold when it got there, but it was all cooked. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I found out that the reason it was all cold was because he made the egg and the toast, and then he made the coffee. Right. But I still understand and, how the coffee got cold. Well, I actually, I don't recall whether the coffee was cold or not. It may or may not have been. But, in fact, the food was cold. Right. And well, if you plus think about he carried it, it, it upstairs on a tray. You know, by the time he got there... See, when I say coffee's cold, that means if I don't burn my tongue on it, it's cold. Right. Okay? So by the time he actually got a cup of coffee in a cup and mm-hmm. carried it upstairs with the rest of breakfast, it was cold enough yeah. that it was Toast cold to and, me. and eggs don't stay warm very long. No, no. And, he, and I hadn't ever explained that part to him. Right. I had only taught him how to produce this stuff. I right. hadn't really explained that, you know, make the coffee first. Because it takes then, the longest. Yeah. So, but bless his heart, he's still the cook today. He, uh, his wife is, uh, works and, uh, hasn't been much in the way of, uh, interested in, in doing a lot of cooking. She, neither one of my sisters cook. She does cook and she's cooked more now than before, mm-hmm. but, uh, he, he used to do primarily, he did the cooking and they eat a lot, out a lot too, which is, you know, works for them. Right. Because of their work schedules and stuff. You know, so happy birthday to you, David. Yes, happy uh, birthday. 50th birthday coming up, the big five zero. Ah, bleakness. I sent him a card and I said, if you think looking at five zero is bad, <laughs> try looking back at it from 73. It's really bad then. Um, but, you know, that's it is what it is. I can't help it. I was 23 when he was born. He'll be 50. You do the math. So anyhow... Um, when I get around to it, I'm going to have to be making plans for the cooking for the the Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Thing. Is any family coming up? I don't think so. We haven't really talked about it yet, and I still have to find out for sure whether Ernie's off or not. Yeah. You know, because that, you know how that is. They they say, okay, yeah, you're off for off. Thanksgiving. Oh, never mind, you're not. Right. You know, so, but I don't, uh, I mean, either way, I'll still have to cook bird. Yeah. Because he likes to have a, tur- a turkey cooked. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that means mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and stuffing and gravy, gallons and gallons uh-huh. and gallons of gravy, because we're a big gravy family. Turkey gravy goes a long way yes. after the fact, too. Yum. You know, leftover this and that. I put it in the bag and freeze it and pull it out when I want turkey gravy throughout the year. I don't have it around long enough to freeze, to tell you the truth. And I make a lot of gravy, yeah. but we really pour it on. I'm serious. We're... And then I also make, like, three kinds of... um Cranberry, 
Mm-hmm. stuff you know i do the orange relish one i do the cooked one and then i and i have canned ones too right because i like canned ones so we have like a plethora of cranberries see i like um yams but i'm the only one who really likes them although david did taste them last year and he said he liked them yeah i'm big on sweet potatoes or yams either one my my youngest kid doesn't care for them at all he won't eat them i, I make them and he just says that's nice and goes on with the uh-huh. potatoes and gravy. I don't know why. You know, the kids developed odd tastes. They won't eat sliced tomatoes. They'll eat tomato ketchup. They'll eat mm-hmm. pizza. They'll eat spaghetti sauce. With the tomato itself. But the actual fresh raw tomato they wouldn't touch if their lives depended. Hmm. Now, cooked tomato, I don't know. I never actually asked them about that, like stewed tomatoes right. or and Zoe tomato and I soup. tomatoes or like or it's whatever. an apple or an yeah. orange. I don't know. I don't know what it is. They used to be that way about beans. Mm-hmm. And that I could sort of get because when they were little, that was a weird texture. Right. You know, and then kids are funny about textures. Right. You know, yeah, because my made, mom would make little white beans and my one sister would not eat them. I liked them. Yeah. I made blue potatoes one time. Blue mashed potatoes. Because, I, I, you know, I used to, when the kids were little, I used to try to do things to make meals more exciting. Right. We didn't have much going on in our lives, you know. I made the cute little pancake guys and uh-huh. stuff like that. Well, I decided that it would be fun to make blue mashed potatoes. Uh, and the blue mashed potatoes weren't so bad mm-hmm. until I put gravy on them. Oh, yeah. Now, you can, you, can, you can figure that one out. Just close your eyes and think blue mashed potatoes, brown gravy. Yeah. Bad, bad color. Con- and it was so bad that even as little kids, they didn't want to go there. Yeah, it probably looked like cute. I'd throw the whole thing away. <laughs> you know, it was like, no, mom, we are not eating blue mashed potatoes <laughs> or gravy. So that's sort of the extent of my experimenting with uh, food yeah. thrills for the for my kids. Yeah, I, I don't go there anymore. Yeah. So, But anyway, then, oh, Christ, after we get through Halloween... Then we end the turkey, and then it's Christmas already. Yes. I don't, and then we get to snow for a while, and then we get to bitch and poop. You know, it's funny because the older you get, the older you get, the worse, the faster the time goes. It goes so freaking fast. Before I had Jaden, it seemed like. And that was 12 years ago. Yes. It seemed like forever for the holidays. Once I had a kid, it seemed like they were back to back to back to back. Yeah. seems like I just put away the Christmas stuff. I just yeah. did Christmas shopping. Yes, exactly. And now well, it's it upon was us again. August, August, when I came over here one day and I said there was Christmas stuff in the it store was not. already. Oh, August. oh, I thought you were talking about my house. I'm like, no, that was not August. No, not at your house. No, in the store. <laughs> yeah. In the store yeah. already. In August, they yeah. had Christmas stuff out. I'm like, are you I know Costco mind? had gotten their stuff out during the oh, summer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I don't. And I don't know if that's why it seems to come faster or not. It might be part know. of it, but I don't think so. I Because I can remember, uh, as a kid, I can remember the old people in my life saying, Oh, the years just fly by. I don't understand why. Uh-huh. You know, so I they guess do. They, they, yeah, they, they really do. But that's okay, I guess, you know. But as a kid, don't you remember? Like it took forever Ever for, for summer to be over, uh-huh. and then, then you know, and then you'd wait and wait, and then you'd go to school, uh-huh. and that was a whole like big thing. And then it was a long time till Halloween. Uh-huh. You'd look forward to it for weeks and weeks and weeks yeah. and weeks. 
And the night of Christmas, Christmas Eve took forever for Christmas oh, yeah. morning to come. Oh, yeah. Did you ever sit up and look, wait for Santa? Yes. Yeah. I had an uncle that used to have big jingle bells when we lived in Fontana, and I was only maybe about six years old. And he would go to the front of my window, and oh. he would kneel down because our windows were tall yeah. in our house. Yeah. He would kneel down and, like, crawl, jingling the bells. Oh, so cute. us girls would look out the window. How cute. Looking to see. We heard Santa Claus, but we couldn't see him. Yeah, that's cute. I remember my brother one time when we were, oh, shit, I had to be five or six. And I remember one Halloween, he's because we slept, we slept in the same room, but the room was about 25 feet across. Okay. You know, it was an old farmhouse. You know how mm-hmm. rooms are in old farmhouses. So he had like one half of the room and I had the other half right. of the room with just no partition in between. And on his side of the room, he had a, he had a window. We both had windows, but on his side of the room, he could see the moon. Mm-hmm. And he, and he said one night, he says, oh, I see a witch on a broom. Oh, come here and look. You'll see the witch on the broom. You know, and I go padding across <laughs> the floor. I, of course, did not see a witch. You know, I think he giggled after that, sort of gave it away. It was like, Damn there it. wasn't I, anything I there. I really thought there'd be a, I was a pretty gullible kid. Yeah. Yeah, I was a very gullible kid, actually. But, you know, we are what we are. <laughs> I'm still sort of gullible. I have to be very careful or people can get the best yeah, of me. Yeah, because I can be a smart ass. I know I'm being a smart ass and you think I'm being serious. Yeah, I think you're being serious, <laughs> yeah. So, well, hey. You had asked me about school and I've never been a day in my life. You're like, I know. Really? And I didn't want to hurt your feelings and say something like, are you shitting me? So I just, oh, really? Yeah, well, that's uh, unfortunate for you. Because, you know, I mean, it's possible. I don't know everything about you. It's right. possible you really never had been to school a day in your life. I have. How you got through this long with that <laughs> was another question I wasn't willing to pursue the answer of. But, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, and and I know better when I think about the jobs you've held and everything. Uh-huh. I know you had to have gone to school. Yeah. but I didn't graduate. Yeah. I dropped out the year before I was supposed to graduate. Did you really? Yeah, uh, stupid. Well, see, I didn't have anybody telling me I couldn't, so I probably would have, too, if I could have. Because I, by then, I thought I knew everything I needed to know anyway. That's you know. that age, though. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I thought, I thought, I can remember saying to my parents the same things my kids said to me. What right. do I have to study that for? I'm not going to need to know that, right. you know. I still say that. Yeah. People... Uh, Kids don't realize that, you know, an education is not necessarily giving you all the information you're going to need to use. Sometimes no. it's just giving you information you, about your culture and about your country and stuff yeah. like that, that it's good for you to know. And if you don't know it, then you'd, you'd have less of a um, relationship to your I told your one of my teachers in junior high, I can learn more off MTV than I can out of your classroom. <laughs> well, yeah, you can about stuff that's on MTV, right. but not necessarily about things that are of value or are important. That was a little shit when I was a kid. Now, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> I don't I don't see you being a little shit. Me and my mom toasted that she didn't kill me and I didn't kill her on my 18th birthday. <laughs> You toasted that fact? <laughs> yes. Well, I can remember telling Bobby uh, when he was 
Mm, about 16. I told him, I said, you know, you'll be okay if you live to be 20. Uh-huh. If you can just live that long, you might make it, yeah. you know. But the way you're going now, I'm not too sure no. that you're going to make it. I didn't want to he stay did, put He did, fortunately, school. but... Man, I'm telling you, when he was when he was 16 years old, he was my teachers in high school didn't know who I was in ninth grade. Oh, I believe that I was always gone. Well, you know, I'd take him to school, mm-hmm. you know, drop him off. Mm-hmm. I'd get home and I'd get a phone call from his uh, principal at school. Mm-hmm. Where's Where's uh, You're like your I dropped son. the little son of a bitch off. <laughs> where is your son? Well, what do you mean? Where is he? He's at school. No, he's not in school. Mm-hmm. You know, and I used to take the bus to school. He wasn't. Walk to the campus, jump the back fence, and I was gone for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like you. Jump the fence. Went to the same school. Jump the fence, go back to the school bus, and got my ride home. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of what he got to do. the well, answer machine before my mom did. Erased the answer machine and went on my business. <laughs> really? Oh, you're a sneaky devil. Uh, Bob wasn't that way. He wasn't. I don't think. Well, we didn't have an answering machine in the first place, but. Um, he didn't do that. He'd just go to his girlfriend's house and hang out. Yeah, I re- yeah. re-raced the... And then if I knew I'd done something wrong and it was going to come to the mail, I made sure I'd check the mail, too. <laughs> yeah, well, I can remember doing that. When I was a kid, I can remember if we got notes from the teacher. Uh-huh. I can remember misplacing them. Uh-huh, conveniently. Yeah, and, uh, and then... Uh, but see, my dad, for a while, my dad was the... Or the president of the PTA, mm-hmm. and that sort of sucked because yeah. because then he knew all my teachers, uh-huh. and so if they had anything to say to my parents about me that hadn't it came straight reached, to their mouth, yeah, then it they'd just tell them, and you know it's like I was fucked either way. So that you know it had its good points because I can't remember now what it was, but there was something I wanted. Um, I think it was had to do with band. I was mm-hmm. in the band, played clarinet when okay. I was in junior high school, or what they call middle school today. And um, in our area, we don't have middle school. Oh, what do you have? We have elementary and high school. There's no middle. Our elementary school. What no. does it go to? What grade? Our elementary school goes from state pre-K. Yeah. All the way up to eighth grade. And then after that is high school. Yes. Interesting. They closed down our middle school here in our really? town. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Which is kind of scary for me because I have a young one, you know, and he's come home and asked, Mom, what's sex? You know, he heard some of the older kids talking. So, wow. I don't know. Well, he's only in seventh grade, though, so he's still mm-hmm. in grade he's school. In sixth grade. Yeah. We haven't bumped up yet. Yeah. But, I mean... That wouldn't, um, no, it's but not like he's hanging I'm... out with high school kids. No, but he's hanging out with what should be junior high children or middle well, school children. Well, but he's supposed to be in seventh grade, though, too. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to promote him, and then we they didn't. We haven't done that and, yet. And he's back. in the sixth grade, but he's so, in the classroom. But would that not be middle school, then? Mm-hmm. Okay. No. Middle school no. would have been seventh, eighth. Well, that's what I'm saying. He was supposed to be promoted to seventh grade. Right. So, had they done that, he'd be in middle school. Right. So that's the age bracket right. that he's supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. So they're all ta- at that age. Mm-hmm. They're all talking about yeah. sex. But you with know. him being in the sixth grade, he's in the classroom with seventh and eighth graders. Right. Right. Well, that's that's where he's supposed to be. Yeah. 
So they're going to talk about sex. Just be glad the sex they're talking about, not a lot of drugs. Although they may be. They might be. They may be. Unfortunately, the, uh, the kids get exposed to drugs a whole lot sooner than they used to. Yeah. And sadly, uh, with Jayden, grade, school, grade school kids get exposed to drugs these days. He doesn't eat, like if the classroom has a party, he won't even eat the cupcake. So I don't think he would take anything... Well, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that. But I'm no, just but saying, I am. Generally speaking, the kids are exposed these days a lot earlier mm -hmm. to. But I mean, there's when, also kids that bring this shit onto campus too. This is true. When I was a kid, the worst thing you could do was have a beer or a cigarette. Yeah. Or get no pregnant. More. That was it. No, no don't more. smoke. Don't drink. Don't get pregnant. But then my dad was a preacher. Yeah. You know, so those were the those are the biggies. Don't right. smoke. Don't drink. Don't get pregnant. Well. Even more importantly than don't get pregnant was don't do anything that'll get you pregnant. Right. You know, it was like, it wasn't like don't get pregnant. I mean, that's easy. You just, you know, use protection. Right. It was no, you know, we don't touch down there. We mm -hmm. don't get touched down there. You know, that bullshit. Um, I, you know, bless their hearts. My parents tried. I mean, seriously, they right. tried, but that, you know, they, weren't really taught i can i can remember my mother telling me that when she got married the first time she was actually married twice okay when she got married the first time she did not know anything about sex nothing oh okay she had no even imaginings about what a man looked like naked oh at all okay and she was 19 Okay. Okay. Now, her sister was nine years older than she. Okay. All right. Now, this was back in, uh, Jesus. This is back. She was born in not nine. Okay. So this would be 19, 19 or 20. No, that, no, it was worse than that. It'd been, uh, 23, 24, 1923, 24, 25, around in there. Okay. Um, so that kind of information wasn't just out there anywhere. And, right. of course, they didn't have computers. And, right. you know, they had dirty books and stuff. But that was pretty much it. Uh, but so she went to her sister and and or her sister came to her. I'm not sure which. And, you know, said, you know, what? <laughs> what's what's <laughs> up, man? Because her sister, nine, being nine years older than she, she was already married. Right. You know. And so she tried to explain my aunt tried to explain to my mother about sex right you know and mother was just appalled <laughs> you know i mean on so many levels she could not grasp the concept right and and i guess uh aunt my aunt had books uh, a book anyway right. that you know was somewhat explicit and i can my mother said she looked at the picture and she was like no that's not going to happen. So anyhow, when uh, when my aunt tried to explain it to her, it just, mother just got more and more confused, and I'm probably embarrassed because the subject's been taboo. Well, not yeah, to be and of. it wasn't there was there was nobody she could turn to to find out, you know, and wasn't looking promising, right? Because the descriptions that she was getting were not appealing okay <laughs> plus she was being given these descriptions by somebody who probably wasn't all that into sex in the first right. place 
you know, so it was, you know, like you hear, you hear him say in the movies, you know, just close your eyes and lay back and it'll be done in a minute uh-huh. and then it'll all be over, you know, that kind of crap. Right. So anyhow, bless her heart, mom, uh, got married and a year later came home from Indiana. This guy worked the pits at Indy. Okay. Okay. That's his background. Nothing against pit workers at Indy. Okay. But that just happened to be his background right. at that time. And uh, she came home with uh, gonorrhea oh. and uh, divorce proceedings, you oh. know, because she wasn't going to stay with him any longer. But in the meantime, she had finally, you know, figured out what, what, was, sex, is what all sex was all about and uh, found out it wasn't as bad as she thought it was going to be, right. I guess, you know. So interesting. Um I don't remember how we got off on that subject. I can't, I don't, I don't really uh, recall. But, uh, anyway, I don't know. How did we get on that? What I were we talking about? Know. We had an interruption here. David came in for a minute and, and so we stopped talking and I kind of lost my train of thought. So she didn't have no children with the first marriage. Just gone. No, she had, yeah, <laughs> she had a good case of the clap, but no, no kids. Um, and then it was interesting because I said to her one time, we were talking about, uh, abortion. Mm-hmm. And I said that for me, as far as I was concerned, uh, it, it, whether or not to have an abortion uh-huh. was, uh, a right, I believe should be reserved for the woman to make that decision. Right. And, uh, I know a lot of other people disagree with that, uh, but that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Me personally, and I wouldn't have one. But again, that's my best that's friend. Just the had whole one. thing, and mother said, "Well, I'm really glad to hear you say that." And I said, "Well, why is that?" And she said, "Well, because she had actually had to have an abortion." Oh, okay. Um, I think, I think my dad and she were sexually active before marriage. Marriage, and the, you know, that was during the depression, and there was nobody had a pot to piss in, and you didn't do stuff like that then, and they weren't married yet, and so. She had an abortion, and I'm pretty sure it was with my dad, but I'm not positive. Right. But I, I found that kind of interesting. I thought that was that was kind of a cool thing that she would actually, you know, tell me right. um, about that. So, but we had been talking about how time flies and all that, and then somehow we got on to sex. I don't remember how. It doesn't matter. Anyway, um... So there, that's that's my mom's sex life in <laughs> in a nutshell. Oh. Bless her heart. It was uh, they had it was a hard time growing up in those days. It was yeah because you know? now kids can just Google it. <laughs> kids, oh that one that's one thing we were talking about was how kids have access to drugs and yes and sexual information. Yeah. Now Jay's on the computer all the time. Has it? Is he locked out of anything that would give him that information? Yes. That's probably a good thing. Um, <laughs> but when he gets on the computer, he creates his own websites and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's not really surfing for info no. and stuff like that. No, he's more well, creative. And these days, kids are exposed, I think, a lot more to uh, sexual innuendo mm-hmm. and... Uh, Dem- demonstrations of sexuality. Well, between a lot text more. messaging to sexting. Well, no, I mean on, on television and on the computer. Mm-hmm. 
people dress differently now than they did mm -hmm. 50 years ago or, or even 80 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, more, in a sense, more provocatively, mm -hmm. certainly with more exposure, we mm -hmm. could say. You know, bare midriffs have come and gone. Uh, bare bellies have come and gone. The, the, the day of the uh, swimming dress has gone to, mm -hmm. you know, pasties and a a cotton swab or some shit for a bathing uh -huh. suit and that General and floss. that's you know we've we've talked david and i on our podcast have talked about miley cyrus and her um willingness to uh bear all right. for her videos and things and and while i'm i'm far from being a prude uh because i have i have lived so many years it, it's been a a sexual transition you know, years ago, I could, I can remember my grandfather saying, well, I remember when we didn't have radio and, you know, this right. kind of shit. Um, and, and when you do grow up in, in, you live 73 years in this society, mm -hmm. you do get exposed to huge turnovers in mores and morals and, right. uh, actions that, when when our parents were children were forbidden right not even thought about i can i can remember my mother telling me you know you don't even think about stuff like that and i go but mommy i can't help myself it comes in my head and she goes but you put it right back out again <laughs> you know because that, uh, this is a whole religious thing i was brought right. up with you don't you don't dwell you don't let the devil in your head you know and i'm like well I can't help it, you know. Mm -hmm. and you yeah, David's back in the room, and he's going, "Yeah, me too." But that was what we were taught, you know. If you if you think about, uh, gee, I think it'd be fun to play with myself. Right. You're supposed to put that thought out of your mind, right? Right away, you know. Well, shit, easier said than fucking done. Right. Okay, I mean, uh, and so <clears throat> I I've had to I've had to to make some huge adjustments in my lifetime. And so, you know, when we get to like a Miley Cyrus issue, I, you know, I'm real torn because some of, part of me wants to say that's ridiculous. Right. And then the other part of me wants to say, well, now, you know, it's, think about how it was 50 years ago right. when people did stuff that they thought was really nasty and shouldn't be done. And now these days she's doing stuff that people thinks really nasty and shouldn't be done. What I want to know is in 30 years from now what's going to happen? Are we going to, you know, go back to the way it was 50, 60, 70 years ago? No, they're just going to be a Or is everybody just going to walk around bare ass naked uh -huh. doing drugs and and uh, shooting everybody? <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder. Know. I really wonder where you know, and I think uh, for uh, I think to some extent our children, our grandchildren, anyhow, my grandchildren are a lot more conser conservative than I am yeah. in some ways. So maybe it's going to revert back. Uh, maybe the pendulum is swinging back the other way. Uh, you know, so maybe people are are going. Ah, we should. You know, they're they're very green. Mm -hmm. Kids are these days. You know, they don't want to. Um, uh, they don't want to destroy the environment they don't want to any leave their, more than it already has they been. They don't want to leave their footprint. That Right. They don't want to leave a footprint on the earth. They want to preserve mm -hmm. it for their grandchildren, mm -hmm. which is, this is a good thing, I yeah. think. You know, they're thinking about the rainforest and and do you really need a mahogany chair? Right. I mean, really, do you need a mahogany right. whatever? 
to the to the extent that you're going to destroy the valuable natural resources of a rainforest to get it. Right. And of course, it isn't just one chair, but you know how many millions of us live in this country and in us. the world who want mahogany chairs. And that's, of course, just the extreme example. But we're finding out that there are lots of things in the rainforest, for example, that um, have proven beneficial to mankind. Right. They've gotten medicines and yes. and things out of the rainforest that uh, have saved lives. Mm -hmm. uh, some cancer-fighting drugs and things have come out of the rainforest. So... Uh, I, for one, appreciate the younger people's uh, saving it. hope to not, you know, not destroy the earth because there's, there's a lot, there's a lot there that, that are, we can benefit we from. Haven't, that, and hasn't been discovered yeah. yet. You know, I mean, we, we tend to think, oh, well, we, we found everything we can find. No, you know, still we've been all, we've been animals. all over the earth and we know everything there is to know. And that's bullshit. We don't know everything there is to know. We don't no. know how many animal species there are that no, are yet they're undiscovered. Still, they're still finding them. And the ocean. Look at all the, mm -hmm. the things. Somebody was telling me, who was it was telling me the other day we were talking about megalodon teeth, mm -hmm. you know, the giant sharks. Uh, they, they have fossilized teeth of mm -hmm. theirs that they find from time to time and she was saying i forget who the heck it was but somebody was saying that they think that there's actually possibly megalodons living in the ocean yet today in the oceans very very deep, deep depths where we can't get to yeah and so maybe that is true i don't know i don't know but i do know that that just because we've been there doesn't mean we've seen everything there no. is to see you know anytime <clears throat> Anytime you think that, just grab a microscope or a, even a magnifying glass. Like that fish on Finding Nemo with a headlight. A yeah. Thing. That's a real that, fish. Yeah, it is. That, that's a, and I thought that was that's just a something. Good example. That's a good example because that is a rarely seen yeah. uh, thing. But, yeah. yeah, you're right. It is an actual fish. Um, and, and well, and they, what was the one? They, they did find uh, one that they thought was extinct. I can't remember the name now. Um, <clears throat> but they did find a, uh, or they netted or caught on a hook or what, however the hell, they got it out and they got it in the boat, a fish that, that was believed to be extinct. Okay. Ernie would remember the name. He's got a good memory. I don't, and it doesn't matter. Uh, if you're curious, you can Google it and find out. Uh, but, you know, all this time people thought, yeah, that used to be a fish in the ocean, but it isn't anymore, but it is. Right. You know, now, we could pretty well say with some assurance that there aren't any dinosaurs around. Be I don't know but that place in New we Mexico haven't been everywhere. Pterodactyls still. Oh well, that's I don't know. Uh, could be there are some mountainous areas on those haunting shows that, that I watch. Yeah, they say that there's still a pterodactyl-like species bird. Yeah, that comes out and fucks with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I know there's bats because of the caverns. Mm-hmm. In well, this is New a Mexico, Carlsbad Caverns, but they're just like little bird. little no, bats. This is a big one. Where do they say it is? Because I, you know, I used to live in New Mexico. Right, I don't remember. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe there could be dinosaurs somewhere in the world that ha that you know that people don't frequent. I know there have been movies about that where you know usually they go like to the center of the world, which is nonsense. You know, right. go to the center of the world and find a sky. Hello, what's that? But. Uh, you know, they also find. Well, aren't crocodiles, alligators from? 
they are they can trace their lineage back mm-hmm. to the dinosaur age. Yeah. Um I think they were bigger then than they are now. <laughs> uh which is kind of weird on account of they're pretty big now. Yeah. But uh yeah, they were well, and look at boas. Mm-hmm. They were I was just reading the other day where they there are so many boas or no fuck, not boas, pythons. There are so many pythons roaming around the Everglades of Florida mm-hmm. that it's becoming an issue. Oh. And, and they're really, really big ones yeah. now because I guess people have ha- gotten them and had them As and pets, pets and released and then, them. Yeah. Ching, and they reproduce. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah. And then and, and it's perfect climate, perfect everything for them. Lots to eat. So are they going to go on a python hunt? They do. They okay. go on python hunts a lot yeah. trying to control the population. Can you imagine stepping off your front porch and seeing one of those mega monsters? Oh. No. Oh. No. No. I, I, how much time do we have left? Cause I was um, going to have about five minutes. Oh, I was going to tell a story that, uh, when, you know, we used, Ernie and I used to manage KOA yes, campgrounds yes. and years ago we managed the one in, uh, a place called McDonough, Georgia, which okay. is about 15 miles south out of Atlanta. Okay. And, uh, we had this guy, that uh stayed on our campground one time and he was a snake handler. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't know it. And he, he kept the snakes with him? Yeah. <sighs> and he came to the office one day and and said that he was uh concerned because uh one of his snakes had gotten loose. <sighs> and come to find out it was a thirteen foot long boa. Okay. And I, I, I was freaking beside myself. Well, yeah. You know, and he said, he says, well, ma'am, don't worry. He says, it, it can't eat anything. It's, you know, it, it only eats stuff about the size of a small goat. You know, it's not going to attack. I said, half the kids on this campground are the size uh-huh. of a small goat. What are you talking about? You know, so I went to incredible length. I have actually have a, an article out of the newspaper that talks about this oh. whole incident. Because they thought it was freaking hilarious. I called the police. The police came. They did not want anything to do with it. It was hilarious. The cop, cop got, pulls up the car and he steps out one foot out of the car, you know, and I told him right. what was going. He put his foot back in the car, closed the door and rolled the window down. I don't blame him. It was hilarious. I said, dude, he's not here, right here, you know. Anyhow, I, I wound up getting the snake, um, authority from, um, the Atlanta Zoo. Oh. And I, I call and I said, you know, I need help here. Yeah. Because I have to find this fucker. I have no idea where she is. And it was a female. And how long had it been out? Uh, it had been out overnight before this morning so came and told me. Enough time to make a pretty big journey. Yeah. And, and I called the, the, uh, it was, it was a whole thing. Anyhow, he, the, the guy from the, there was a college too that got involved and he was going to send out some students Mm -hmm. to hunt for her and jimmy this guy's name was jimmy oh my god i'll never forget and i called he went home okay okay and i called he was from forest park georgia which was about 10 minutes up the road from where we were 15 minutes maybe and i called the sheriff's department there and I was talking to them. He said, oh, yeah, we know Jimmy. 
he has he's had that snake loose before you know uh-huh. and i'm like oh man anyhow long story short uh jimmy came back out to the campground and found her well, she, she was is at. yeah well he he told me mm. she had just fed you know and that's when he said but don't worry she won't anything bigger than a small right. note you know and uh so she was underneath a log uh off to the side actually the far edge of the campground alongside a road uh and she was laying there under a log sleeping away and Can you imagine going sitting and on the that son log? of a bitch didn't tell he didn't tell me about it you know and i called forest park police department he didn't sheriff's. tell you that he found it no and i called the sheriff's department again and he says oh yeah you know he he found that snake you know she's back home again i said you tell jimmy for me if i ever see him or his snake again I will hurt him. Mm-hmm. I will hurt him. Well, that's yeah. irresponsible of him. Come oh, it's ridiculous. You well, it, it, the snake had a bunch out. of snakes in a tent. Yeah. Hello, what's that about? Yeah. So, anyhow, uh, now the the python population is growing by leaps and bounds in that region, Florida, Georgia area, yeah. because it's perfect for them. It's nice. Well, not so much Georgia because it gets pretty cold in Georgia, but southern Florida. Right. Yeah, they're there. Yeah, breeding. They're there and having a high-ho time about no. it. And, no, I agree with you. I wouldn't want to open the door and step out and find one. And there have been stories of them uh, crawling up pipes and into yeah. plumbing and we things like that. We lived in Landers. That. And I don't know whether those are true And the people who live down, not. two houses down in a cabin, they used to only come on the weekends. And she was sitting there going potty on the toilet and she heard, Uh-uh. Where was this? In Landers. Uh-uh. She's in on the toilet, uh-uh. and she looks down, and she's got a fucking rattlesnake wrapped around the bottom of her toilet. Oh, hell no. In her house? In her house. Holy fuck. Well, okay. All right. Now, don't you think, I mean, do you just walk in and sit down, except for at night, in the middle of the night? She was at nighttime. Okay. All right, because I was going to say, I look I look where I'm walking, mm-hmm. and I don't, well, I do live where that could happen, mm-hmm. yes, we live in the But she lived in an older, older cabin. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. What'd she do? I don't remember. I was just a kid, but I just remember her sitting down. Dang. And hearing the rattle of the rattlesnake. You. Yeah. Well, she must have lived through it, because she told a story about yeah. it. She but... had just died recently. Well, you know, I told you once when, on one of our podcasts, we were talking about weird places to take a dump. Mm-hmm. And I told you, when I was a kid, a little kid, we were out, you know, we used to go out with my folks to the desert. And I had to take a pee-pee, uh-huh. you know. And Daddy said, go over there and do it on a rock or something. Anyhow, behind me, behind that rock, there was a rattlesnake. <sighs> but um I think i either heard it or saw it before i ever got that far and i came back and daddy there's a snake yeah. right so but yeah you gotta watch yeah, pull down your bridge is gonna get your ass now uh, <laughs> yeah that's i mean yeah. it's bad enough to wipe your ass with poison ivy but you know <laughs> sitting down behind a snake or in front of a snake is a bad bad right. bad choice all right well <laughs> it's getting to be that time so i think probably time to, to wrap, wrap it, up. it up anybody uh that's listening if you have any comments to make about our show we'd love to hear from you you can always uh, go to the website click on the comment button uh that takes you directly to our email page and let us know that you're talking about uh 
the Don't Get Us Started show, and uh, this is episode 10. Yes. And if you have any comments about it, we'd love to hear from you. We'll read your comments on the air unless you request that we don't. And um, that's about it. Yes. So I am S. Sadie Burbank. And I am Lacey Montoya. Saying this is enough for today. Don't get us started. started. You know, it's always great to hear Lacey's voice. It's um, it's been. uh, I'm not going to bring this show down, but it's uh, it's always good to hear her voice. And that's the beauty thing of of podcasts is that even after they're gone. You can and still enjoy their voice, even if it's been years down the road. You can enjoy it. Um, so let's go ahead and let's see. As I'm pulling up this final episode of the show, uh, I also want to say that since it's interesting because it talks about Thanksgiving and Halloween and all that good stuff, but um, it's it's different then to now because back then you know we had jay um and zoe was only like a two years old maybe yeah she was about two years old and just everything was different as to now things are well number one we have three kids and you know jay's almost 17 zoe's seven and, and the baby lily's three so it's just a whole different animal altogether Okay, I am rambling. Let's go ahead and pull in the third show, which I just pulled up right now. This third show is the 10th episode of Win in Burbank, California Gold, which was released January 29, 2013. It says, Sadie and Dave talk about everything from weather to answering emails and saying goodbye to California legend Huel Hausner. Plus, we find out if the United States in fact, we'll build a real Death Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, kids, let's go ahead and enjoy this 10th episode of Win in Burbank, California Gold. Welcome to Win in Burbank. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Still cold. <laughs> Freezing. <laughs> now, we live in Southern California, mm-hmm. and the big misconception, or, or even if I dare without the, the lawsuit, the dark myth. Of, <laughs> About living in California, yes, yes. Is that it's sunny. That was two words, the dark myth. Yeah, that I yeah. threw the vine there so I wouldn't get sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that Southern California is always warm, always... Warm and balmy, I know. Well, you know, I got an email today from um, Kelly's husband. Yes. In, in Orlando. Orlando, Florida. Yeah, and he was complaining because it had been 85 so long, and he was so hot and tired of it, and he was really hoping it'd get to 60-something. And I told him back, I emailed him back and said I would happily share, if I could, some of our 28-degree weather. Actually, it was 36 when I was emailing him Ooh. this afternoon at 3.40. I said I would happily share some of that with you, if I could. Ha, ha. I don't think it even got to 40 degrees today. No, I didn't. Well, it didn't on my we have one of those um little thermometer things that's a uh, i don't know how to describe it. it's a little thing and it's got numbers on it and then outside is the sensor okay right. so inside you get to read what it's doing outside and inside at the same time and uh, it's pretty accurate actually and i didn't look at the total for today the high for today mm-hmm. 
But every time I looked at it, it was still in the 30s. I think it may have gotten all the way up to 36 well, at some point. I know for here in Cal- or California, for here in Apple Valley, uh, yesterday morning they got all the way down to 16. Holy moly. And that's really... That's really chilly. Yes. Mm-hmm. For here, for us. That's that's cold. In fact, we're here in my Plus house. Plus it's windy. Yes. And you're covered up with your coat. I've yeah. got my my thick uh, Dickies coat on. Yeah. And, and we've got the heater on. I'm thinking about putting my mittens on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cold, in the, it's cold in the house. It's probably, what, 65 in here? 66 maybe? About 65, 66, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know because that's when I get up and turn my heater on. Is it's about that. So my my body's attuned to those those little temperature clues. And isn't it funny because in the summertime, we get down to sixty five in in the air conditioned restaurants, movies, malls, or whatnot, and we think, oh, that feels so wonderful. And we're yes. walking around in our tanks in in sixty five degree weather, going, isn't that wonderfully cool? But in the winter time, when you're nowhere near that for a high, 65 feels cold. What is that? I don't know. What is that? I know it's not just me. I know other people have felt have mentioned that they feel the same way about it. But isn't it kind of funny when when 36 is your daytime high, and your house is sitting at 65, and you're going, <gasps> you know. But in the summertime, when it's 110 outside, you come in and it's 65 now, and you go, oh, that feels so good. Yeah, it doesn't and make And you let sense. the fan go, and you feel, you know. I don't understand that. We, you know who we should ask? Who? That, that Maryland person, that uh, really smart lady in the parade, Ask Maryland. Oh. She's a savant or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We should, we should write her that question and ask her that. She'll have an answer. I have never seen her not answer a question. Really? Well, I haven't seen all the questions she's been asked. <laughs> However, everyone she prints, she's got an answer for, and they seem pretty smart. Well, other than being cold, mm-hmm. you've been productive. Who has? You have. I have? Yes, you said you were. You were writing a new story. Oh, well, I'm working on... It's actually not a new story. Uh, it's... Well, compared to Convict, it's new. Uh, but I, I, it's funny because I told you, I got out my, my printouts. I had printed out Convict. Right. Because I had written it so long ago. And you know me, I cannot just go in and start writing where I left off. I have to reread. And reread and reread means rewrite. With me, I, it isn't possible. That's one reason I have never actually read Red Hills and never will. Because if I do, I'll go, "Oh god, I, w- I, I need to change that. I did this I could write I could have written that better." You know. Right. Uh, it, there's no end to that. So, I'll never read my my printed book ever. Um, anyhow, um, I had started, I wrote a song called Long Black Hair, and it's, it's kind of a country style song, and in fact it is country, and, um, it's, it's, I like it, it's really cool, and I shouldn't even bring it up because I don't have it, so I can't even read it to you over the air, but, um, anyhow, I, somehow I decided to start writing a story about the girl in the song. So I did, and I, and I, for want of a better term, I called it Long Black Hair, or a better title, I mean. Um, and I, I wrote 
it's weird because I wrote one that's taught, titled Long Black Hair in Texas and then there's one Long Black Hair in Memphis and they're really just like two chapters of the same Long Black Hair story. Uh, but I wrote them at different times, so now I have to knit them together, sort of. Uh, but anyhow, I, I came across it. I was actually going to 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 work on Chapter 1 of Convict, uh, had my little box of printouts and everything, and I came across a printout of Long Black Hair, and I started reading it, and that was all it took. So I went on, on uh, the computer, and I pulled it up, and I started playing with it, and and uh, fixing it up, rewriting it. Next thing you know, I had done, I don't know how many pages, 10 or 15, I guess, you know. Um, and so I'm, I'm probably going to at least get to the point of knitting the two together. Right. You know. But in the meantime, she, she, she is uh, Judy. I don't know why. She's just Judy. And, uh, and she's on her way from Big Spring, Texas, uh, which actually used to be not much more than a spot on the map where the bus stopped. Uh, I know this because I actually went through Big Spring, Texas, many, many, many years, in 71, actually, um, to, um, well, it doesn't matter where I was going. I stopped on a, a Continental Trailways bus at Big Spring, Texas, and there wasn't much there. Now, if you Google it on Google Earth, it's pretty decent-sized little burg. It's like a suburb of, well, if you stretch it, it's a suburb of Dallas. It's a that's a long way off. <laughs> anyway, um, so is it what kind of genre are we looking at? Well, she's a country singer, and she's on her way to Memphis uh, because her boyfriend went to Memphis right to sing. And um, something happened to him, and he didn't get to Memphis. And I haven't figured out yet what it is. <laughs> Anyhow, he's in um, he's in in Dallas, and so she stops on the way to Memphis to see him in Dallas. And his name is Titus, by the way. And I don't know why that either. And um, she. She's just, like, he just greeted her at the door. This is the, how far I've gotten with it. She, he greets her at the door and invites her in to see his rooms. He's actually living in a boarding house. It's not a an apartment. He just has rooms in a boarding house. Right. And uh, he's showing her around, and uh, I think I'm going to kill him. Um, so maybe... I don't think Titus will be around for long. No. No. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta find out. I have to. I'll have to actually look at at black hair in Memphis and find out what the hell she was doing in Memphis because I can't remember. You know, you write this stuff and you. I don't know about you, but when when I put something on paper, it's gone out of my head. Yes. And so I have to read it and find out what happened in Memphis. If Titus is there, then oh well, I guess he'll he'll get a reprieve and I won't kill him off. Uh, or I may kill off Titus and give the guy in Memphis another name. I don't know. So are you thinking maybe a novelette? Or... I don't know what I'm thinking. It's weird. Uh, I just... Because you don't have a publisher anymore. Now you're self-publisher. I know. I know. I don't know what I'm thinking. Uh, what makes what makes me do that? I I know what makes me write a song. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's like a... An infestation? Is that 
a reasonable term to give it. Uh, it's it's in my head. <clears throat> when I played the guitar, it would be even worse because then I'd have a tune right running through my head, and then I'd have to put something with it. So I haven't played the guitar for a number of years now, um, so that isn't it. It's just that I I came up the I heard this song, and so I put it down on paper. I can, I, if I could sing, I could actually sing it to you, but I can't sing anymore. I used to be able to sing pretty decently, but I can't sing anymore. Um, anyway, I just had to, I had to put it down on paper, and it's a cool song. It, it's not bad, actually, for, you know, a country song. Right. You know? Um, and then, I don't know why, but I, I just felt like I should write some more. And I didn't want to write more more uh, verses to the song because the song's done. Right. It's finished. Uh, so I just started writing about her. The girl with the long black hair. I'm kind of curious to see how it turns out. It'll be interesting to see. You know, it may wind up trash too. I don't know. But it's it doesn't feel like it's going to. It feels like it might go someplace. It's a story I wanted to be told. So I guess it's in there rattling around in my brain and it's weird because I sat down to I was actually just going to kind of look at it and go oh that's crap and toss it and I just sat down and kept typing you know and there it goes it, it just happened it just, I don't know I don't understand the process it just happens it just happens I, you know if I if I sit in front of a typewriter for very long I start typing stories <laughs> I haven't been creative I haven't been creative in a while to be honest with you um, I did. Well, I wonder why. You don't have like forty hundred things to do. <laughs> forty hundred—that's a new number I just made up, by the way. I did write the press release, and I did get it out today. I saw it. Um, I saw it. It was emotionally, it was challenging, which I wasn't expecting that to write it or to put it out. Both. Mm-hmm. Um. Just because you have such, I and I never really thought about that. I have an emotional con. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A, an emotional connection to my business, and I never really even thought about it that way. Well, you gave birth to it for crying out loud. You're its parent. Of course, you have. So, but I was. I, I literally it took me a while to write it. Uh, a couple hours. Well, that's probably saying. It probably took me more than a couple hours. Really? Yeah. Um, So I wrote it, and then Terry edited for me one last time, which I thought was cool. And then we sent it out. Uh, I sent it to everybody that, you know, has been involved. And then we sent it out to the iNewsWire, which is our 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 press release distributor who we go through. Uh You know, so it'll go out live tomorrow. Well, that was creative. And well, yeah, that's true. But the interesting part was, and I, I mentioned this before we started recording, was after I hit send, it felt like tons of weight was like lifted off my shoulders. Now, we both know I still have two two more obligations, so it's not like I'm done. As of right now, I'm I'm not done. You'll never be done. I don't want to. I don't want to disillusion you, but you're no, you're never going to be done. Well, I mean, I mean from projects. I am too. I mean that too. You're never, 
You, it's not in you to be done with projects, but I think what you're doing is you're getting smart and you're backing away from trying to do everything at once. Yeah, I, I'm just pacing myself. And like, a, a project is great. Yes, fifty projects is stupid. Well, because <laughs> my opinion, we and and I've mentioned this several times in, in our podcast. You know, you own a percentage of MythWorks, so mm-hmm. when I say we, that's mm-hmm. where it comes in because you own some too. We still have um, the Christian anthology that's coming mm-hmm. out. A lot of people don't know this because we've actually kept a hush hush on a purpose. Mm-hmm. MythWorks owns the GISG LLC. Mm-hmm. We own that company. Mm-hmm. We've been running that company. <laughs> Nobody's known that we've been running that company, <laughs> but surprise, we have. <laughs> you know, and. Uh, as I'm closing the company for now, so that means the GISG is being closed as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm contractually obligated to the authors that I have contracts with mm-hmm. to put out one more anthology. Then after that, it's done. And then I've got uh, the Evolution of MythWorks book that's mm-hmm. going to come out. And I, I've been working on that for a while. That's going to be that's going to be a big one. I'm at the end. And I've got to write the conclusion. And I don't don't know. I I think that's going to be kind of tough to write. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Because I'm... Where am I at? I'm probably mid-2012 right now, as Mm. far as telling the story. So I'm pretty close to being finished. That's good. At least you don't have it all to do. So, after that, then... It might be easier than you think. To put a, a conclusion on it. Well, I was reading it yesterday, and yesterday was you know Lacey and I's seventeenth wedding anniversary. Congratulations, by Thank the you. way. It really doesn't seem that long. It really doesn't. Um, but I look in the mirror and I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. true. Who um, are you, and what have you done with that, <laughs> that kid that used to be me? Yes, I know. But uh, I, I did nothing. Literally did nothing. Like I did a podcast with. Uh, my sister and her fiance, you know, the scene, Red mm-hmm. Pond. That's all I did as far as work wise. Mm-hmm. Um, sat around, watch TV, play with the kids, and I read the what I have of the evolution of MythWorks. Mm-hmm. And it's been at least two years since I actually sat down and looked at it. Oh, wow. See, I'd have to rewrite the whole damn thing right off the bat. Well, I started rewriting it. Yeah. That's... You know, adding here, here, and there. Such a compulsion. But, it is compulsive. It is. Oh. But what a... And I, I I, don't think I've ever sat down and, and wrote, wrote, forced to have it. No, oh. read. Oh, yeah. I, I've read it in chapters, you know, the way I have it set mm-hmm. up. But I don't think I've gone through... And just read Starting it. 1990 yeah. all the way to yeah. mid-2012, read all the way through. Yeah. What a, what a blast from the past. That yeah. was just... I mean, even if no one buys the book, just that experience was worth it. Yeah. It was just so much fun to go and relive those those moments. You know, especially in the beginning when I was just like this ignorant kid that thought he was going to do a comic book and be rich for the rest of his life. <laughs> you know, it was very good. <laughs> so, um, other than writing, have you been, what else have you been up to? What else have I been up to? Well, I really, like I really was going to get on, in and start again on Convict. I really want to start on Convict, but um, I have to I have to sweep out this 
long black hair cobweb thing first out of my head. At least get it to a shelving point. Uh, I'll either I'll either do it and finish it and get it out of my head, or get it to a point where I can put it on the shelf for a while. Right. I, I don't like to have too many irons and too many fires that way. Uh, but I really want to get back on uh, starting on convict again because it's it's going to take a while actually to. Uh, I'm hoping that I can control my compulsion to rewrite <laughs> enough that I can actually get through a, a chapter or two or more without having to rewrite them. I just, you know, I, I really, I don't need that. Um, and I and I really think it's a sickness. I, <laughs> I truly do. I'd be interested in knowing if, if the, the really qualified pros go through that nonsense too or not. I, I doubt it. I... I suspect they don't. I know that, you know, there's that, uh, and you probably know her name, that woman in, in Japan that writes books uh, uh, verbally. Uh, yeah, off her cell phone? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know how in the hell she does it. I don't. In the first place, I, uh, Bob, my youngest, wanted to get me one of those uh, dictating programs. You the know? Dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, that one. And, gee, Mom, it'd be so cool for you. I go, honey, you don't understand the writing process for me. I can't dictate what I'm what I'm trying to write. I, I can't. Either. No. I can't. I have to see it in writing because how do I know if it's going to read well if I hear it? I'm I've never been an auditory person anyhow. I have a hearing loss as it is, so I don't. It's not an auditory thing with me. It's a visual thing with me. It always has been. Reading has always been a visual thing with me. I've never been the kind of person who would listen to a book, although there are many, many people who enjoy books that way. I'm not one of them. Or listen to two complete strangers talk about absolutely whatever. Yeah, like a podcast. (laughs) No, I don't mind doing that, but I'm not going to listen to it. I don't even listen to our podcast. Um, You've listened to one that I know of. I've listened to part of one. I've never listened to a whole podcast, and probably never will. You, you got to understand what it's like when you don't hear well. I don't hear. Uh, I, my hearing loss has is, has been diagnosed in a particular consonant range, where if you turn your back mm-hmm. and you say boat. I do not know whether you said boat, tote, float, goat, or what. You heard me on the phone just this evening with Ernie asking him, was that T like Tom or P like Paul? Right. Because I could not, over the phone, I couldn't tell which it was. If you say M, I don't know if you said M or N. Uh, and, and that is the hearing range, the consonant range, that, that I, my loss is in. I can hear loud, high-pitched sounds, and I can hear loud, low-pitched sounds. Right. I can hear medium sounds, but I cannot distinguish the consonant sounds. It's so bad that I have uh, uh, closed captions on the television constantly anymore. Because I just, otherwise, I don't know what the hell they're saying. <clears throat> you know, I mean, it's hard when we go to the movies. Right. You know, and they don't have closed captions. <laughs> You know, for the hearing impaired, because I am. As a result, I have stopped listening to radio music, the music on the radio. I never listen to the radio. I never turn on the radio. There's two reasons for that. First off, I 
don't feel a compulsion to be entertained all the time. I actually enjoy silence. As much as I talk on a podcast, <laughs> I do enjoy not having entertainment blaring. No okay? worries. Yeah. Unlike Ernie, who loves to have the radio on or a CD in the player or whatever. He just really, really loves that. Okay, that's good. Uh, half the time, I really can't even hear most of it anyhow because he keeps it at a level he can hear, and I can't hear it that well with the noise in the car. I really can't hear much of anything. Right. But if I'm listening to the radio and they're singing a song, I don't know what the hell they're saying. And it's not just because of the new music where the old people don't know what they're saying. It's because I cannot hear the words. Right. You know. Um, and so when you can't hear the words, and, and, and let's face it, a lot of the tunes are similar. Uh, a lot of the rhythms are similar. Yes. And so pretty much it sounds like the same song over and over and over again. It's either faster or slower, but basically it's the same song to me, to my ear. So I don't, I don't listen to things. I do watch things. I watch YouTubes sometimes. I look at YouTubes. I looked at YouTube today because um, we watched the Golden Globes last night, and I recorded the Golden Globes red carpet show. Mm -hmm. It was on before the Golden Globes. And I watched it today, and in it, Denzel Washington had said to an interviewer, I think it was Matt Lauer, uh, that... He did some prep work for his part in flight uh, by watching YouTube. He watched drunk people on YouTube. Really? Because the kid character he plays in flight uh -huh. has a drinking issue. I don't know how much of one, but apparently a significant one, given the fact that he's a pilot. <laughs> Oops. Um, in the movie. Right. And uh, so he wanted some... Uh, visual feedback input rather uh, as to how a drunk person behaves it, probably not because he's never been drunk himself although he may never have been I don't know I don't but he probably just wanted to know what it looks like because he wanted to be able to act that way right, so that those of us looking at him would go that dude's drunk <laughs> um, and one of the things that he said he watched was this guy trying to put on flip-flops while he was drunk. And I'll tell you now, folks, if it's, it's okay to say so, go to YouTube yeah. and put in drunk guy trying to put on flip-flops and watch it. It's a hoot. Is it? It is hilarious. Oh, my God. And then there's another guy. Oh, my God. It's the funniest damn thing I ever saw. This guy, guy drunk guy on a beach, I think it's called. <laughs> And this man, it starts out with him, he takes a few steps. He's got some uh, article of clothing in his hand, and he takes a few steps, and, uh, and then he kind of is able to stand upright and sort of stand still, and he starts trying to put his arm through the sleeve of this article of clothing he's wearing, and he gets one arm through, and then he's trying to get his right arm through, and he's reaching back. You know how when you're trying to you know, get your arm in the sleeve, yeah. and you know, you're really having trouble. He's having a horrible time. <laughs> and he finally gets it in, and he tries, and he shrugs it on, and about that time you realize that what he's trying to put on his arms is a pair of pants. Oh, shit. Or board shorts, okay? It's not pants, but board shorts. 
And, uh, <clears throat> but he, he doesn't get that, okay? Didn't process. No. And so he gets, he actually gets it on his arms and then he's, he's reaching around in the back, trying to pull it down his back. Like you do when you put on a shirt, you know, pull it down in the back to get it situated. (laughs) And he's reaching up, trying to get all of it. And then this, this guy comes up and I, I truthfully couldn't tell whether the guy was just as drunk as the first guy (laughs) or not. But uh, anyhow, he's pulling on it too, you know, trying to help him. And I, and then he kind of, kind of, and there's the, the pants have got a belt and everything, you know. But anyhow, the guy finally he takes it off one sleeve and then off the other. And this, and the drunk is standing there. He's got his hands behind his clasped behind his head like this, like it's always almost like he was up against the wall being frisked, you know. Right. And the other guy is taking. And oh, oh, I forgot to. Before the guy came up, the drunk guy he took off this thing and he took it took it down and shook it down in front of him. He held these pants in front of himself. He clearly looked at them, and then he tries putting them on again on his sleeves, on his arm, like a shirt. It was the funniest damn thing I ever saw. Oh, my God, I laughed so hard. I had Ernie come watch it with me. I said, you got to watch this. This is just unbelievable. So, YouTube has some funny stuff. Yeah, it really, and there were thousands of them. I could have spent the rest of the day watching that. And So I like to do that kind of stuff. Even though I can't necessarily hear what they're saying, and they don't have um, closed captions necessarily, but you can tell what's going on. Right. Okay. But for me, if I if I can't really hear the words, it loses a lot of the flavor. Right. Okay. So I don't listen to music. So that gets us back kind of to where we were, uh, which is what? Where were we when we got off on this tangent? Oh, because I said that you had only watched, that I know of, you've watched one, oh, or and not li- watched, listen, but listened to listen one to of the podcast. Podcasts. Yeah, and, and that's why. That's why. No, I'm not big on listening to music, just because, for me, I, I'm not really, I don't care for the new stuff. On any genre, I really don't care. Well, I, I do. I like a lot of it, actually. Um, and I love a lot of different kinds of music. I like, I'm crazy about, okay, let's talk about faves. Andrea Puccelli. Um, and he's an opera singer. You know. I know. He's, well, not an opera singer. He sings opera, There's among other things. Him. Yeah. People, some people may not know. <laughs> okay. I, since you brought it up, I have to tell the joke. Okay. Okay. Um, a guy walks into his shrink's office and he's like, Doc, I'm just feeling really down and I, I just can't figure out what I can do to feel better. And the doc's like, well, Andre Botelli's in town. Why don't you go catch one of his concerts? And the guy looks at him and goes, I am Andre Botelli. <laughs> That's pretty cute. <laughs> That's cute. Um, what's the little girl that was on uh, America's Got Talent that knocked everybody for a loop? What the hell's her name? I haven't seen it. I may have to. I may have to call Ernie. Oh God, what's her name? She sings like an angel. David Foster grabbed a hold of her like nobody's business and put her on his show real fast. He was smart. What the hell's that kid's name? Well. If anybody's listening, they'll know. Right. Anyhow, I love her. Um, I'm, as you can tell, very bad with names. I um, really liked the music that. Oh, this is so bad because I, I I'm having a terrible time with names. Oh Christ! Put it on hold for a minute. Let me think. Okay. 
Okay, we're back. Okay, I had to access my memory bank. That would be Ernie. <laughs> uh, Jackie Ivanko. That is the name of the little girl that was on... Um, America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent. She was on, like, oh, probably three years ago now. Maybe four. Time flies. Um, God, that kid, she just... You can't... You just can't imagine. You, you really need to, to hear her sing somehow. Online or... Somehow, you got to listen to this child sing. And when she was on America's Got Talent, she was little. I mean, she was like eight. Really? Oh, yeah. And she sounded like she was 40. I mean, seriously. There were people that didn't believe that this was really her. They thought she was lip syncing to an older woman singing. Really? Yeah. Oh, the child is... Prodigy. God. If you didn't believe in reincarnation before you saw her, you sure started thinking about it afterwards. Because I'll tell you, she's it's just hard to believe that somebody that young could have that maturity in her voice. Anyhow, I like her. I like her singing. And right. she sings uh, a wide variety of music. music. Okay, And then another one of my faves... Is Terrence Howard? Terrence Howard is an actor. He's right. not not a singer. Right. Okay. Uh, but he had he was in the movie Hustle and Flow. Yes, which I am completely shocked that you've seen. <laughs> I love that movie. It's, it was so funny because I went around work afterwards. There was even a cartoon. I have it at home. I pasted on my refrigerator, where it's this, this dad is sitting on his couch. He's going, oh, my God, what's next? And his little girl is, is wandering around going, it's hard out there for a pimp. Try, you know, that song, okay? And, and that's what I was doing. I loved that song. And it actually, I think it did well in the Academy Awards, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. I can't remember now. But anyhow, I loved, loved that song. I loved that movie. I loved their process that they went through. Doing this, it's rap music, but they were, this is what they were doing was right. creating this this song. And the guy that worked with him, it, kind of a geeky kind of guy, was I believe I'm pretty sure it's the same guy was in the core, and he played a computer geek in the core, the movie, the core, which is a movie about saving the world from total disaster and destruction by drilling down into the center of the earth and fixing Is that things. a Disney movie? I don't know if it's a Disney movie or not, but it's a real good movie. Okay. If you haven't seen The Core, take time, watch it. It's a good thriller, I think. It, it's totally fantasy, mm-hmm. you know, because, come on. But if you, if you just let yourself go with it and just have fun with it, it's, it's a cool movie. It really is. Maybe it's on Netflix. Oh, goodness, of course. It's on Netflix. Isn't everything? Well, no, I mean, I was everything say, that's been out for a week and a half isn't pretty much on Netflix. I was going to say, now that Disney signed the, the contract with Netflix. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, now okay. everything. So, so, not that I'm pushing the core or anything else, but the I just wanted to give that, right, that right. young man credit because he's he's an incredible actor. Really good. But the the... The, the point I was making was I enjoy the rap, a lot of rap music. I love Will Smith's rap. He's fun to listen to, even though I can't hear all the words. He's fun to listen to. I love Queen Latifah. And I love that she does rap. She does oldies. Right. You've heard her do the oldies? Yes. She does a fantastic job. She's got a great voice. Plus, I just like her. I think she's cool. Um, 
I, I, have, I have a very uh, wide and varied appreciation for all kinds of music. Um, as you know, my dad's a preacher. I sing along with all the hymns in the movies. Yeah. Ernie will go, do you know that one? I'll go, yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. You know, you want me to sing it for you? No, <laughs> but I can. Um, I, I love all kinds of music. When I was a kid, you could not get me off the dance floor. Bill Haley and the Comets, Rock Around the Clock, I was there. I also saved up babysitting money and bought a ticket on my on my own, all by myself, for myself, and went by myself to see Liberace in concert at the Coliseum in Spokane, Washington, when I was about 13 or 14 years old. Really? Yeah. Loved Liberace and his brother George. And don't I wish I still had my program because his mom was there too. And they all three signed it. Really? Yeah, and I don't have it anymore. Kills me. Just kills me. All three of them on the same program. Anyway, somebody out there, nah, it's probably garbage. I was going to say, if anybody ever got it, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) But... That just shows you that the the variety of of musical interests that I've always enjoyed, right? Always enjoyed all kinds of different kinds of music, but anymore, it, I kind of agree with you. In in some respects, a lot of the music today sounds so similar. Now you can take Adele out of that equation because none of her no. stuff sounds similar she's, to anybody. She's an amazing artist. She's fantastic. Alicia Keys, Nora Jones. Um, you know I met Nora Jones. Did you? Yes. You know her father died just recently. No. Yeah. Ravi Shankar. Yes, I did know. Yes, yes. yes he well, was... and speaking of people who passed, we were going to talk about Hugh Hauser, too. Yes. Okay, but anyway. Um, when? How did you talk to Nora Jones? Um, we went on vacation a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And the place that, the hotel we were staying, it was just a small little hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, Natalie Portman, which I met. Oh, yeah? Really? Oh, Ernie's. Nora Jones. Ernie's had a thing for Natalie since she was a little kid. <laughs> he, in in uh, The Professional, uh-huh. with the French guy. I can't remember his name. Oh, God. Anyway, um, Ernie said then, he said, you watch, that kid's going to be something someday. She's going places. She has like a PhD in law or something. She's yeah, very educated. Brilliant. But Nora Jones and a new mommy. Natalie Portman, Jude Law. Oh yum. <laughs> I think he's so pretty. <laughs> and uh, when we went to Ely, Nevada, the first time I went to Ely, Nevada as a vacation. Yeah. They were filming My Blueberry Nights, which was oh, my yeah. my uh, acting debut, by the way. You were in it? Yeah, but unfortunately I got cut. Oh. I was I was the drunk guy going back and forth in the casino. Really? Yeah. Oh. But Not they cool. they were all there. I'm jealous. They were all there. We should go uh, sometime. They're always up here throwing out uh, casting calls for, you know, ordinary people. And you and I are as ordinary looking yeah. as anybody else. And Ernie, too. I think they'd pick Ernie anytime. Because yeah. um, it was really late at night. And I had walked. It was just, you know, a couple blocks from their big casino. And the director's like, okay, we need more people. Anybody? And everybody was like, you know, and you know me, I don't know a stranger. Yeah. And I'm not oh, shy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, I, yeah. I'll do it. 
<laughs> yeah, but just tell me where, where's my mark and tell me what to do and I'll do it. Oh, wow. And that was... How cool. And you got to meet them all and yeah. everything? Yeah. I'm so jealous. Oh, I think that's why. lost. That's Gosh. why I, I bought the movie is because I was like, I, I could care less about the movie. I was like, okay, where's that point? Where's that point? Okay, they're, they're, they're at the, you know. Yeah. I'm like, waiting, waiting. Because she gets off the bus and then they, they made her do it like 18 or 19 times. Just get off the they bus. They do that. They do that with actresses and actors. I don't know how they can put up with it. And then after she gets off the bus, she walks into this casino. Mm-hmm. And as she's she's walking in and she's looking around, I'm off to the right going back and forth, back and forth, back oh. and forth. But she, they did that again 19, 20 times. Wow. And then... I guess at one point when I left, they shot it again. Without you. Yeah. Oh, and that was the whole reason why we bought the movie. <laughs> yeah. Did you get paid? No. It was... Did you have to join after or whatever the no, hell it is? No. Really? They didn't even have my name. They just like. Oh man. Just for the fun of it. And that was kind How of what fun that would have been. That was kind of what sparked my interest in movies, making movies. Yeah, that because would I was totally like, do it. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I can do this. Yeah, this is nothing. <laughs> okay, so anyway, those are some of the people that I like. I like a lot more, but I can't think of all their names, and it really doesn't matter to everybody listening who I like. The point is I like a wide variety of, of talent um, when I can hear it. When I can hear it. Let's jump subject because okay. we're at the forty-minute mark. Oh my gosh! Um, I want to read an email to you. Okay. And quick backstory was I haven't checked the info at jayswoman.com email in at least two weeks. Oh. So the gentleman who wrote this, I apologize. You know. That's even worse because he's not even going to hear this for what another four weeks? Look, two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. So. It, yeah, we it's still be... have Christmas and New Year's show to put out. No, it's it's already out. It's not on the website. You just showed me. We were up to germ warfare. Germ warfare was after. Oh, it was after yeah. Christmas next. See, <laughs> know your podcast. I always say. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. but anyway. I, I do apologize that I'm just now getting to it, and I I tried to forward it to you on the email off my phone, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this is how my emails look like on my phone. So they're a little mm-hmm. bit more. You should no. see how they look on my phone. And then I sent it. <laughs> I just copied it and I sent it to your text message. So I you, got it. You've seen I got it. it on the text message today. But yeah. I, I want to read this for the listeners because I thought it was such a good email. And it's uh, it says, Sadie, I've enjoyed your show. I was wondering if you'd do a book about the 1960s and 70s like you talked about in episode one with the Black Panthers and the black bar incident. I'm a black male. I would love for you to do one and read about it in detail. Plus, learn about other misadventures. <laughs> Thank you in advance. Keep up the great job on the podcast. I look forward to it every Tuesday. Dan. So, <clears throat> you've got a bit of fan mail. Thank you, Dan, for listening and for emailing. <laughs> So I guess the the big question is is would you would you consider doing another book of the 1960s and 70s of your misadventures if, is it you know is there content <laughs> I guess Oh Christ there's content enough yeah <laughs> hell yeah got content coming out the you know what but 
uh, I think wazoo is the acceptable term these days. Um, there is, there's, uh, God, I'm trying to think. Before I commit myself to whether or not I'll, I'll even consider doing it, I have to think about the people who are still living, if there are any of them still living, that I don't ever want. I hate to, to have my family have more than one book they can't look at. <laughs> okay. I mean, my, we've already got Red Hills. My children are forbidden to read it. My grandchildren are forbidden to read it. My husband's forbidden to read it. I even told Frank and Ke I finally broke down and said Frank and Kelly could read it if they wanted to. Did but they, they had to it? keep quiet about it. <laughs> I don't know if they did or not. They bought it, I think, or I sent them one. I can't remember now. But in any case, um, let me think. From the 60s. Oh, God. I was a very promiscuous person in my early adulthood. And I'm not sure that it's necessarily the, f the, the stuff of which great novels are made. On the other hand, <laughs> what's her name's done a lot of, uh, made a lot of money with, uh, I can't remember her name. I'm so bad with names. Jesus. Anyhow, there are lots and lots of authors have made a lot of money over promiscuity. That's for sure. And mine would be true. So I don't know. Um, <clears throat> and misadventures. Yeah, there were a number of those as well. There was a number of them. Were a number? Was a number. Were. There were a lot of them. Um, I'd have to. I'd. I'd have to to find a, a a reason to write it other than you know a request. Right. Not that it is not an honorable request. It's a fine request, but there has to be. Um, because everybody's life is full of misadventures, and everybody's life is full of, well, maybe not promiscuity, but <laughs> everybody's life is full of things that they've done that are interesting. Otherwise, why the hell live? If your life hasn't been interesting, right. you're doing something wrong. Give up. Uh, so would it be something that would be so interesting that other people would want to read about it? I don't know. I, I, maybe just because it's so different from the era now um, it, it, Dan doesn't mention his age does he um, in that let me check that real fast I don't think he does uh, um, let's see no and so you know if he's if he's my age he probably already knows and has had many of those misadventures himself if he lived through the 60s he's pretty well been there and done that uh, if not, um, maybe the, I, I, it's hard for me to imagine that somebody would really find it interesting to read. I, maybe it's the bartender. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> Wouldn't not that be? No, he'd say. No, the man would say if he were, if he even remembered the incident. I'm sure we're not the only white women that ever walked into that bar. <laughs> well, I'm reasonably sure we're not. Uh, but wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't even know if he would still be alive. I don't remember now how old the man looked to be. Anyhow, we digress ridiculously. Um, let me put it this way. I'll think about it. Okay. I will consider it. Uh, and mostly what I'd have to think about is how far back am I going to start and how far forward am I going to bring it and, and what will be the point. Right. What would... What would be the underlying 
what would what would be the point? Yes. Yeah. And if I can answer those questions suitably to my satisfaction, then yeah, I'll probably start. You got to remember, Dan, I'm an old lady. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I may have a lot in me here, but I'm not sure I'll have time to get it all on paper, especially not the way I write when I have to rewrite everything <laughs> every time I turn around. Uh, but you know, if I if I just start I'll do sit in front of the typewriter it'll come and just start thinking yeah but uh, I gotta I gotta think about it so I will think about it though I will consider uh, I will consider the project that's right. as much as I'll say on it right now very cool and I, I also want to jump in and tell what was his name Dan 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 um Please, any further comments, send them to the um, forum, you know, because the forum gets checked a lot more than the info at jazelmon.com because that's actually set up to receive email for advertising. And by forum, you mean on the podcast website? website. Yes. Okay, where it says comments. Yes. Yeah. Click on that, and then you click on the win in Burbank, Mm -hmm. and then type away whatever you want to give comments anytime any kind of comments any of you have good bad or indifferent throw them out there we did love to hear from you absolutely truly you know we've had two now (laughs) stevie and and dan Uh, we have a a big following (laughs) we almost have enough for charter membership (laughs) yeah Oh, goodness. Speaking of charter membership, and I don't know how I'm going to segue this in, but (laughs) I'm going to try. Um, One of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, because we're we're both native Californians, and for the last at least 20, 30 years, this gentleman has been a part of our lives, even if it was just background noise, he's been a part of our lives, and that's... um, I I pronounce it as Hugh Hausner, but you you say it was... Hugh Hauser. Hauser. Yeah. And literally, he he was a TV host on the public broadcasting system, mm-hmm. PBS, and he brought California's what was it California's, California's Gold, Gold, and I, he had a couple other shows titles at different times, but basically it was just sharing his love of California, all the little nooks and crannies. Places that people tell you you should go see, or you read in your AAA travel book, you should go see. You know, right. And if anybody, I mean, l- let's just be honest, they weren't that good. Oh, I thought they were fantastic. I, I didn't. I thought they were excellent. <clears throat> I, I really didn't think they were that good, but very entertaining, very educational. But I, I would suggest for our our listeners go go check it out go to youtube oh, yeah, pop it in and you'll definitely. see what i'm talking about literally from as far as i can remember back i've known about him oh know? yeah and like he's, i said even if he was just background noise and show. the thing about him that was nice was that he didn't just go to the ordinary um heavily traveled touristy places he went to the out of the way place like i said the nooks and crannies of, right. of california and told you things about them that uh you'd never have known otherwise and i and i hundreds of pictures are flashing in my mind of memories of different shows where he's the glass taking us places and the glass bottle house is the one that pops to mind for some yeah reason. and he the, he 
there was this tunnel somewhere near Bakersfield, an old tunnel where some, I think, trains went, or a mining tunnel, or something like that. That's still there. All kinds of all kinds of things. He t- he'd take you to um, uh, the swamplands, uh, not swamplands, but the Delta uh, by Sacramento. Right. Uh, just all kinds of places you would never necessarily on your own even know about. Right. And, of course, he'd find out about them. They, you know, I'm sure he didn't know on his own. He didn't know all of this information, but he would find... He went to the Tamale Festival down in Indio one time. He went to... It's got at least one mission, if not more. Right. Probably several, actually, because California's got lots of missions. For those of you who do not know, El Camino Real, which is Spanish for the Royal Road, I think, the King, or the King's Highway, depending on how you look at it, or your your Spanish interpretation. My Spanish isn't all that great. Anyhow, <clears throat> runs from basically the border in TJ right. to as far north as the city and maybe farther. I don't know if it stops at San Francisco or not. Anyhow, it's it's was called Highway One for a while. It's also 101 in different places. Right. It's also closed down right now because of uh, mudslides and rock slides and whatnot. Anyhow, this this road back in the day uh, was the road traveled by a lot of the old uh, friars, uh, Catholic monks that came with the Spanish Inquisition. invasion mm-hmm. of Mexico. And they established missions all up the California coast, right. all the way up to at least San Francisco, if not farther. Uh, and each of these missions has a name, and lots of them are towns like San Clemente is a mission. Right. The town is now San Clemente. Um, and others, all the way up. And he actually went to, well, San Clemente's where the not San Clemente, fuck. Capistrano. What's wrong? San Juan Capistrano. San Juan Capistrano. Strano. What's wrong with me? Anyway, the swallows yes. go to Capistrano, and so he went there and saw the swallows, and, you know, oh, he's, he, he went everywhere and, and, and saw more of this state than probably any other Californian ever has or will. I mean, I don't, I don't know of anyone who has covered this state the way he did. Right. You know, and he was young. He was only 67 when he died. He had just retired in November. But uh, from what I understand, he was having health issues. That's why he, he may have been. I don't know. They did not disclose the cause of death. They didn't uh, go there, and that's okay. They don't need to. I'll actually survive not knowing. Uh, but it, it's a shame. And Ernie, remember I said Ernie's going to say, See, every time somebody quits work, they die. He didn't do that. I was kind of surprised. I was expecting it because he doesn't want to quit working. You know, that's always his thing. I don't want to quit working. I'll die. Yeah, right. Anyway. Um, the reason I bring that up is, is that I actually felt bad. It was it was kind well, of... Of course bad. you felt bad. He was a member of your television household, right. so to speak. You, we become attached to those people. Had emotional investment. Yeah, it's like if Robert Osborne died. I'd feel bad. And you're going, who the fuck is Robert Osborne? <laughs> was my face readable? <laughs> kind of. Uh, uh, the, the movie channel... 
dude that in, that introduces a lot of the movies, like Bing Manquitz and oh, okay. Robert Osborne. Because you watch a lot of uh, Yes, it's on constantly. Well, it's better than it used to be. I used to have nothing but QVC on. And then uh, jewelry television for a long time, I had that on constantly. And I, I couldn't afford it, so I had to switch to something that didn't cost money to watch. <laughs> Literally. Literally, yeah. I used to, oh, I hate to tell you how many gemstones I have in my safe. You wouldn't even believe me. <clears throat> and I... Uh, the the UPS guy and I were on the first name first basis. Name basis. <laughs> QVC dropped. You know, they had uh, Christmas in July at QVC, and I was there. Anyway, uh, so I started watching the movie channel a lot, and I love old movies, and uh, so that's why I mentioned him. He's, he's a member of my television family, as it were. So, yeah, I miss Huel, too. I will miss him because... Those gems, those nuggets of, of information that he used to bring about various places. You almost felt like you'd been there and didn't really have to go then. Right. You know, okay, been there now. <laughs> you know, And for a lot of us, that is the truth. You know, that's the only way we do get to visit a lot of those places is through those, used to call them travel logs it, the, back in the day. It was... Um... He'll be missed. I'll, I'll oh yeah, I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay, we are down to literally the last five minutes. So let's see uh, if we can get this last bit. I, I've been saving the the hilarious for last. Oh goodness, we're gonna be funny. Yes. Oh good. Well, you know because iTunes did put us in. I know. The, the comedy. I know. Section. We're comics. Hello. <laughs> so get ready to laugh, folks. <laughs> <laughs> laugh your ass off. Okay. So, United States law says if you have more than 25 people that, or 25,000 people that get together, sign a petition, whatever you're petitioning has to be looked at by the White House. Now, recently, there has been, there was a petition signed, and I actually signed this petition, um, about changing the Westboro Baptist Church from a uh, a non-profit Christian organization to a hate group. They're the ones that go out and, and protest, you know, the like the ones that got, the, the babies that killed, got killed. They went out and they protested it because they feel that all this is happening is because America's acceptance to gay people. You, you don't know? I No, but I, if I'd have heard that, I would have probably turned it off to start with. I wouldn't have listened to it in the first place, but that's just me. But, and, but I mean, that's kind of... That that's was, who they are. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, they people came together, signed a petition, you know, and, and that's what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, another petition that I signed against them was to take away their tax exemption. Now, that I, I'd be all in favor of. Yeah, I, I, the tax exemption thing for religious... Organizations is one thing, but right. but for a hate group to go out there and, yeah. and do it. Okay, so so when do we get to the funny part? I'm coming. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm away. Um, twenty five thousand people got together. Actually, it was more than twenty five thousand people got together, signed a petition, and the petition said they want the United States government to build a fully functioning operational Death Star. We're talking the super planet from Star Wars. Super planet killer. And they wanted it started no later than 2016. Mm. Now the good people... Did they do this recently, by the way? This this week. This week. It, It was, yeah, this week. And the White House... You know, because 
you know, they they obviously had nothing better else to do than, of course, than to reply yeah. back. Of course not. They yeah. they were good enough to reply back, and they're like, well, we looked at it, and no. And their big reason was because to to build a Death Star, and they're not even saying they couldn't do it, which was an interesting factor. <laughs> they said to do this, it would literally cost eight hundred and fifty quadrillion dollars. I don't know if if there's eight hundred fifty quadrillion dollars in the world. Is there one? Quadrillion? How many is a quadrillion? How many trillions is a quadrillion? I don't know. How, if that number is beyond me. Yeah, it's. It, I. That's. And the fact that they know how much it would cost is even scarier than anything. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, hmm, yeah. Well. I just. I. You know. I'm floored that there are twenty-five thousand people in the United States who have nothing better to concern themselves <laughs> with. Than that, and and it, it kind of worries me if they really wanted it. They could do it. What? No, no. The twenty-five thousand people. Oh. What do they want with it? What? Do, why do they want it? They didn't really. What I don't... the fuck are they thinking? <laughs> Come on, people, get a grip, okay? Lots and lots of hungry people in the world. Lots of them living in this country. Hmm. Lots of homeless. True. Lots of people you're stepping over on the sidewalks downtown L.A. Could use a handout. But I had to put some comedy since we're Well, yeah, I know. But, you know, it's it's kind of funny. Well, in a terrifying way, it's kind of funny that they knew how much it would cost. Or maybe they just made that number up. Maybe. Maybe they figured people like me would go, how much is that? (laughs) (laughs) Quadju. Yeah, I don't, I, um, I, you know... If I was the guy in the government that had to answer that letter, I would have been so pissed because I'd be going, people, we have important problems here to deal with, real Real problems, real problems for real people in your world. Well, no, apparently not in your world, (laughs) but in the world, okay, we have real, real problems to deal with here. Uh, they, maybe they have a guy that that you know a government aid aid to comp that that does this kind of interference right who doesn't have an important job to do bless his heart the poor son of a bitch <laughs> and, and he's the one that has to deal with these idiots that that take up his that would take up for God's sakes! I was wondering if they're the same people that got together back in 2000 and made Jediism the real religion. That that happened. Yes, it did. You know, it, there's there's an advantage to being unaware, okay, of a lot of things. See, I didn't know anything about that, and I and I don't think I'm any the worse off for not having known. <laughs> in fact, I think I'm better off for not having known. Yeah, Jediism. Or being a Jedi is, in the United States is considered a real oh, religion. A religion. Well, yeah, you know, in, in, in the loosest interpretation of the word religion, that's cool. Okay, that's cool. Because I'm, listen, I'm nothing if not a diehard, you have the right in this country to believe whatever you want person. As long okay? as you don't hurt nobody. As long as you don't hurt you can hurt yourself if you want to, but don't hurt anybody else. Okay, you and 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 
And if it's just a matter of believing, by God, you can believe Lint is God if you want to. I don't care. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm so good with that. Don't don't come and sell me any Lint, okay? Or try to help me go to the Lint church because I don't want to go. <laughs> uh, uh, and you know the sign I have on my door. Yes. Okay. My neighbor across the street just read that the other day when he came to pick up his dog. He's laughing his head off. He thinks it's hilarious. Uh, but, you know, I'm all in favor of people believing whatever they want to believe, doing whatever they have to do to put that foot in front of the other foot. Right. Breathe in and out and get through the day without killing anybody, without ruining their lives or their own. I'm all in favor of it. Whatever it takes for you, do it. Just don't hurt anybody. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. I was going to say, as we're concluding this episode... Or concluding, even. Yes. <laughs> we actually made it through without you being philosophical. Did you realize oh, that? Oh, no, we didn't. I had to have been at least once. I was just then. What are you talking? Of course I'm philosophical. I, I was being sarcastic. Myself. I know. I know. I can't help it. I, I don't know what it is. I'm old. Old people are philosophical. Well, what else have we got? Yeah. <laughs> Let's face it. <laughs> anyway. That's it for this week. That's it. Oh, thank God. We're done. Aren't you glad? <laughs> <laughs> you, the listener, I'm sure. Dan, thank you for your email. Appreciate it. Stevie, never thank you online on uh, podcast for your email, but thank you. I don't think I did anyway. But if I did, thank you again. That's two. You That's know what it. they say. Mm, I know what they say, but I never can remember it. Me neither. That's why I went. <laughs> I know they said. I they, what they said is, I'm David K. Montoya, and I am S. C. Burbank. And remember, what happens in Burbank ends up on a podcast. That's what they say. Yes. <laughs> Good night, folks. Good night. All right, that's it. Uh, you know, it, it's fun because if you are not. A Californian, you're probably not familiar with Hugh Hausner. He uh, he he did this thing on PBS for many many years. Uh, same station as um, Mr. Rogers. I'm sure there's PBS. There's a different PBS all over the United States. And um, here in California, he would go around and he would go from like the ocean side all the way deep into the desert. And he would interview different things that he – or different people, rather, about different things that he felt interested in. And some of it was just really fun. Some of it was just really, really bad. But it was it was interesting. It was always an interesting watch. And, you know, not to get into to politics too much, but five years ago, you know, it, it's just kind of fun to look back and think how things were back then as we – we have petitions about someone trying to convince the United States government to build a Death Star, you know, to all this craziness that's going on right now. It's just, well, you know, it's it's crazy. It's fun to to look back. And that's kind of the, the benefit of Flashback Fridays is to – it's almost like a chance to go back into the uh, – like a time machine, time machine, you know, back into DeLorean days and uh, just kind of listen to the past and re- reminisce, you know, where were you during this time? All right, kids, thank you so much for coming in and enjoying this episode of Flashback Fridays. Uh, come back next week, and we will do it all over again. Uh, we do it every week, just like clockwork. At least 
we we average between goodness lately we've been all over the place but typically we we about two and a half three hours per episode and we like i said most just keep coming as long as you keep coming back so for this week i am david k montoya come back again i beg you please and we'll do it all over again right here on flashback friday